<laughs> the cat had its own condo. It was like a backpack condo. Like it's like a, it's like oh, a cat condo. Like, it folds out into a condo, and then like yeah. I'm like, damn, son, this this, this cat got property out. <laughs> Nah, this, this, this cat paying property tax out here. <laughs> Dude, her value just got increased. And she, but what was crazy was she was actually funny, though. And I was like, yo, you could be a comedian. She actually was amazing, like, super funny and shit. Like, but yeah, I was like, damn, son. But the cat was a deal breaker, is what you're saying? Like, bro, it was too much cat. It was a cat c- catastrophe. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> It was kind of crazy. At one point, she kind of like acted like I was like her dealer and shit. You know, it was kind of OC, bro. Like I, like I went to her crib and I'm in the bed with her and she just got her fucking cat just breathing. I'm just like, oh my god, this shit is. That's, that's it's too deal. much, dog. It's package deal. It was just too much. I was just like, all right. If you man. want me, you gotta live with the cat too. Type shit. Oh my god, my girlfriend be, is tweaking about her cats all the time. Bro, I feel like she wanted to have a threesome with the cat. You tell her you're not a furry? Type <laughs> <laughs> shit, right? That's what it really should lead to, bro. Like, oh not, my god. not to discriminate Jesus against Christ, furries, man. but you know. I'm discriminating against furries. <laughs> what would you say? Discrimin- I'm discriminating against furries. He just says discriminating. 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 But anyway, no. Cause that that African tone be coming out small. I know I be going through it. I'm Liberian, oh. so it's small, small. That stuff be coming out my little Liberian accent. But anyway, no, this chick, man, it was crazy because I found out some ill shit about her. She's what? Korean, right? Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I found out that that uh the freak the doctor the hospital that she was born in. Apparently, the American government, I don't know if it was the government or if it was a private agency, but they were doing something where they they told her, her biological mother Come that she part. died, right? Told her, told, told the biological mother that she died. But in actuality, uh, she didn't die, and they kind of just shipped her off to America and sent her up, got her adopted oh, to another family. So they family. just put her into adoption? So they stole and told, her child. And told, it gave, her, gave the mom whole... A thing saying she died, death certificate, all this shit, you know? What the Was hell? it just yeah, so they bro. could make a profit? And because of social media and all this shit, she found her, like, her biological sister, like, years later and shit. She's like, yeah. I think but was it for mom. a profit? Like, were they just like... Is yeah, this they like made a, some bread. There was a situation is, going on is, where they steal children. My G, what did that's they say? What up. did they say all the time? Follow the money, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, Yo, all, that's just, it's all business. That's, that's like so, a level above child trafficking or human trafficking, bro, excuse me. That is human trafficking. I know. I say it's above it, though. Like it's like grief and all that mm. shit. You're in, yeah, bro. Like pretty much her, their their family could sue for like yeah. a, a, I don't even know what kind of mm. fee you. A, a few, yeah, hundred million, yeah. three hundred million, five hundred million. Like yeah. you can go up there, like I that type of number. Hospitals dog. got like, money. Yeah, that's from backwards kidnapping shit. And you know that you know there got to be a lot of other kids that they did that mm. with. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of Korean adoptees in Minnesota. How many of those? Do you think that like same thing happened with Indian, they told their biological Chinese, mom? Like there's a lot. Yeah, there's a there is. Yep, yep. I've seen people from uh, Nepal, from all mm. different. Yeah, like mm. like uh, Southeast Asian countries. Yeah, Philippines. Yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Why though? Like you want to? It's big business. It's money. You want a Korean child that I bad? I mean, no, it's, it's Bro, not there's even a lot bad. of people. It's because, like, the people in state, the states, like, they they don't really care what kid they're getting, usually. Um, no, nah, I don't think it's just that. I think some people purpose, purposely seek 
kids from certain countries that they feel like are impoverished. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's it's like a savior. A it's like a savior complex. Of course, that's, you know? it's, it's a like that's, that's a factor. But these like parents, they're just like thinking, oh, I'm gonna like rescue this child and raise them with like you know Western a fulfilling life. But at the end of the day, a child is a child, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard not to love a child if you yeah. got love in your heart. Sure. You know what I mean? A child no, don't know yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I don't think there's any like it's ill will them. at the end of the day. Yeah. It's no, just... but I'm, what I'm saying is both things can be true. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You sure. could be uh, actually have some love in your heart, but you mm-hmm. still have your own personal interests mm-hmm. of what you pr- you want to be perceived as or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I hear yeah. like, or you have sins that you've committed that you feel like by you giving to this child that mm-hmm. now it just washes that away. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, like your past. Exactly yeah. that type of shit. You know, I mean, that see, could happen too. Yeah, well, that's why like a lot of people will like try and have a kid to save their marriage. Yeah. And and it's you can't feel something that wasn't already there by having right. another kid by like trying to like pull pull all of your time into this child and ignore all of the rest of your problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be that the the person can't have a kid too. I mean yeah. that that could be a legit, oh you know, of course that's, that's, that's usually too. the big reason yeah. why people adopt. It, nah, I've seen where they have a whole family and they'll still adopt. Like you know what I'm saying? There's a lot. I mean, oh yeah, I mean what's the yeah. the judge? What's her name? Amy Comey Barrett. She's got like you know the adopted black child, and then she's got the rest of her whole family. And I feel like half the time it's like it's a lot about appearances too. I mean, not not that they don't love the child. I I think it just goes back to what Rich said. You you think ah impoverished country? Let me save this child. Save your complex. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of politicians have a savior complex. Same with like with rappers. A lot of rappers got savior complex. People who want to be in media in front of people they have a savior complex you know Dude, I remember yeah. seeing a video of 6ix9ine like giving out $100 bills to some like empower, like <laughs> run downtowns. he's uh-huh. just walking around I mean, that, that stuff is always out. for clout though it's like you know wow check me out you know helping my community giving money to the poor feeding the needy yeah <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You gotta man. feed the needy, baby. Um, but no, let, let's get into it. Um, yeah. but it's never enough, you know. Yeah, it's never. It's never gonna be enough. And like when you go down that rabbit hole, that's why I remember. Uh, I was I was talking about positive rappers, Talib Kweli, right? Uh huh. So he went on this whole binge where he just started responding to all these like racist people on Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. which is. The dumbest fight ever because it will never end. Yeah, you're you know just going down a rabbit hole. You're going down know. a rabbit hole. And he literally spent his entire time on Twitter from then on just doing that. That's, and I mean, just, you're fighting the good fight, but that's the fight it's that's not never going to end. It's not a good fight because <laughs> the thing about it is the people's, people's intentions on the internet, they can be anything they <laughs> want to be on the internet. So, yeah. like, half of the time they're just trolling you. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even because they really even oppose you. Yeah, like, they just yeah, want to piss you off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How long can yeah, I like, string this guy live, Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that live for that just to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. Like, and he just, ah, you're a coon, you're this, you're this. Like, he went on a whole <laughs> rampage because a rapper from Minnesota, right? It's uh-huh. already public already. My, my, uh, one of my homies, Meta, Meta was like, uh, he said he's a better rapper than Talib. Uh, <laughs> 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 So Talib got Talib got mad at him. Yeah, called him a <laughs> called him a coon and all this shit, right? And then like literally every rapper from Minnesota yeah. and like all the homies from Minnesota uh-huh. hit him up like da da da, you a bitch da da da. <laughs> like fuck Talib. Oh One of the God. homies was like, uh-huh. "Yo, son, when I see you, I'ma fuck you up." <laughs> 
fucked I, up. I don't understand why he, bro, it he was like responds a whole situation, to some just like dude though. It's just like it's just some like random rapper from Minnesota. Like, bro, he cussed me out, and I was like, yo, this is not good. <laughs> he cussed everybody out on Twitter, bro. Like that was why? from Minnesota, bro. He has so much better things to be. And doing. he was performing a sound set like that year. This shit was funny oh, as hell too. Why? So people were like, we're gonna catch you at sound set. We're gonna whoop your ass at sound set. <laughs> better not show your face. <laughs> But nothing happened though. Nothing ended up happening. But still, bro, like this dude went on for like three, four days responding to people. Why? Like he must have been having a bad. I was week. like, what? I, I kept seeing like friend after friend respond. I feel like and it's then a the, the dudes who are like just the little music trolls trying to get at him too. I'm just like, oh my god, this yeah, dude is. So- I feel like he definitely had like a bad week or something, and that just like. Pushed him off the edge. He just been on that crusade shit, like you said, fighting the good fight. That or what he, what he thinks is the, the good per, fight. The perception <laughs> of the good fight, exactly. Yeah, okay, all right. Let's get into it before we, like, lose too much time. All right. Um, all right, so uh, quick rundown. We do a little introduction section. We're just going to say our names. We're going to do our, like, um, what is it called? Our, like, just our intro. We'll just, we'll just um, go into it. Okay. Good. Welcome. To the Live and Learn podcast. I am Cooper. I am Rich. Garvey. I'm David G. We'll see <laughs> <do> that over. <laughs> Welcome to the Live and Learn podcast. I am Cooper. I am Rich Garvey. I'm David G. Feel it for the good moments and learn from the bad. You're in the right place. All right, let's get it started. So today we have a very special guest with us, Rich Garvey, local MC producer. Sound engineer, Rich. Glad to have you with us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, it's been um, long awaited. Been trying to get him on for a while, but uh, it's just schedules just didn't match up. Yes, and I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> Aren't we all? For real. <clears throat> well, today, I guess I want to start a little bit. This is my first time meeting you, Rich. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. You produce beats. Um, you say you rap a little bit. How did you get into that? And how long have you been doing it? And, you know, what is your what, what is your passion for this? Um, So I've been rapping since I was in middle school. So probably like. For real, for real, uh, probably for real, for real, probably for like 10 years. OK, I would say. Mm-hmm. So um, I started off rapping, just obviously writing Poems to girls in school. Oh had, yeah, like, poems term. I was like, eh, let me just start writing some rhymes. Got I didn't, I didn't know the how to, ladies. <laughs> you know, but I couldn't make a verse at first. I didn't know what I was doing when I started rapping. Mm-hmm. I had a friend named Juan. Right, I moved to Rhode Island when I was younger. Had this homie named Juan. He was older than everybody else, and it was dope because like. His mom had glaucoma, so she got medical weed, and she let him smoke. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she there would tell, and she would tell my mom that I'm there stud- studying and shit. Really, so damn, she was, was down like it that. It was amazing. It was amazing. Great life. Uh, <laughs> so he had his tape deck, you know, uh, a dual tape deck. So one and one, you could play instrumentals. That's what he would do. And the other one, you got a blank tape, so you could record some shit. So whatever, whatever shit he has, Mikey had at the time. Kinda you could play school. those both at the same time. Yeah, and oh. this like this little dual ticket that you got to hit it at the same time. <laughs> Is it meant for recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, but I mean, it, it didn't sound great, but that's kind of what he used to do, and I kind of just 
I admired him. He mm-hmm. was dope. Like, I was not a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that time. At the time, I was just kind of just like, can I do it? I don't know. And he used to mm-hmm. just be spitting shit like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Burgundy, suburban. You know what I'm saying? He just used to be <laughs> spitting. I'm just like, damn. He used to call himself, like, The Relic. I forgot his bars, yeah. but I just thought that was the illest name ever, The Relic, you mm-hmm. know? But, uh. What's he got now? I don't know. This was a long time ago. Yeah, but just out there. I would like to find this person. I would you be kind of look up on Spotify or something. Or, yeah, I try mm. to look him on Facebook, but I never saw him. So, um, but that was the homie one. Shout out the relic if he exists <laughs> anymore. <laughs> he still but, had it, right? But uh, so it went from doing that and trying to finally, re- you know, trying to record my freestyles on the beats. You know, it was usually like some Wu Tang Cream or like incarcerated Scarfaces or some shit yeah. like that. You know. Um, and those kind of beats would just play in my head and I would be able to write rhymes even when I was at school and shit. If it was like, fuck this class. I'm going to just play this beat in my yeah. head and just write write some bars. And then it got to a point where I was like, fuck, man, I got to get some beats. But then nobody wanted to give me no beats. So I was like, fuck, I got to learn how to make some beats. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah, because that was like the point in like internet history where you can just go on YouTube and steal a beat off of it, huh? Um, No, I wasn't even there yet. So mm-hmm. this is like probably 2000... Mm, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been in that the I game. started. That I started trying to make yeah. beats. Been so in the game three, four, minute. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's when I started trying to make beats, and then probably till like oh seven is when I really started. Uh, and then like around oh eight, oh nine, I was like, oh, uh-huh. oh, yeah. you know. You probably- and then I'm fucking with FL Studio at this time. The whole time is FL Studio. So then, oh, wait, um, what, what were you using before that? It's always always been FL Studio. FL Studio and Cool Edit Pro, that's... Mm -hmm. Because I used to listen to a lot of Ninth Wonder and Little Brother. Mm -hmm. And um, Ninth, Ninth, his... his, I found out that his workflow was he chopped up the samples in Cool Edit Mm -hmm. and he uh, imported them in FL Studio. And uh, he had this... One of the bass synths that he used was called the Boo Bass. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew a little piece of, of his workflow so I, I that was the foundation of how I started making beats and yeah. making sample based records. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like either high pitching or low pitching samples. Mm-hmm. A lot of time Kanye was was just beginning at that time. Yeah, so yeah. this was like college dropout time. Uh-huh. So it was like um, I was listening to that and how he was kind of. I think the more I started listening to beats, I started listening to songs and just kind of breaking them down in layers. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like. I can hear the snare, the kick. I can hear the hi hat. I can hear the sample, how he chopped it up. Mm-hmm. I can hear the the how he switched up the sample, the transition. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know the little <clears throat> elements or the layers or whatever. Or yeah. if he if he filtered out the bass or did he play a synth bass or did he use a a moog or you know what I'm saying? I can kind of just pick up all of these different things. You know, very in depth. Yeah. yeah, so I was kind of really listening to the whole song, like the lyrics, how it's being delivered. Is there a delay on his vocals? Is there a reverb on his vocals? How yeah. how is you know what I'm saying? I was listening to all this shit, so I just started breaking all this shit down and trying to figure out what I wanted to be my foundation. So I've so Knife Wonder and I think Alchemist was kind of like the foundation of what mm-hmm. I wanted to make beats like, you know. Yeah. So then 
Um, me, it, it was cool because me and my guy Vince, we both were kind of just bouncing ideas off of each other. Oh yeah, this is how you could do this shit in FL. You could chop up the sample like this. Mm-hmm. You can uh, cut the cut off the attack and the delay like this. You could yeah. do this. So we just started kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. And then YouTube was so new, yeah. so then there was a few people that had tutorials. We're like, all right, yeah. we kind of damn that tutorial you know? was done. There was a couple. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> at this point, this is probably like oh seven oh eight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So there was like at that point, it was like some sand. This is like when I'm fresh out of high school like a couple years out of high school so yeah. um there was a couple yeah there was a couple cats out there so like i got to a point where i was a proficient and then i started going to school later on mm-hmm. like 2011 you yeah. know and then um are you still in rhode island at this point do you no no i mean i mean so i go <laughs> so that's middle school <laughs> so middle school i'm in i'm in rhode island and then i moved to cleveland and I don't even stay in Cleveland for like two years. And then I end up going to Minnesota, like in the middle of mm-hmm. like sophomore year, you know. So then I, I'm here, you know. Um, so I go to Brooklyn Center High School. And then from Brooklyn Center High School, um, I go to uh, IPR. But it don't work out because my ass is broke. <laughs> I can't afford, you know, to stay there. So yeah. I end up having to find a program at Hennepin Tech. So I had to go to Hennepin Tech for audio production. And then, which was cool. You know, I learned a little bit, but it was like a lot of the stuff he was teaching was for people that would work with rock bands and shit. You yeah, know, like yeah. it's really not, mm-hmm. you need a TDM system. You need PCR cards. You need this. <laughs> Like, not I'm so like, much for independent like, creators. Yeah, I don't give a damn about yeah. phase cancellation on... I'm not about to record uh, Bruce Springsteen. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about that shit. I'm sorry. It's no, I feel like some of that has to be like... I'm not going to buy a distressor. Though. I'm sorry. I do want to get Bro, a... Dr- maybe one day I will get one. Compressor. No, what I'm saying is I will maybe get one one day, but that's yeah. not my focus on I uh, need to get one before I say I have a studio. Uh, like, that's the type of shit he uh, was on. Oh, for real? He was on like that before, purest yeah, shit. Yeah, that purest shit. And... I ain't even trying to put him out there, but uh-huh. you know his wife gave him a lot of his bread. So it is oh, what it word. is. Yeah, but rest Damn. in peace. He's a, he was a good dude, but I'm just saying, like that's what I, it's 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 easy to speak from a point of idealism when you have a leg up. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, bro, we gotta make do. You know, bro, we I'm trying to get it. like him, bro. I'm trying to get. Let me let me let me be a um, a house husband, bro. Let me. You be are a, like a, that. You remind me of him. Yes, you do remind me of him. Rest in peace, the great uh, Rick Sterling. I'm gonna give him love though. That's my that's my boy, man. I got uh, love for him for real. He's uh, a good he's a good man. Sure. He taught me a lot. But like uh, a lot of this stuff was tailored at a certain mm-hmm. demographic, and you don't think you could have like like flipped some of that into just different genres? You know what's funny? He actually invite he invited me to his studio. He had a studio in like. It's a Clearwater or a clear. I think it's Clearwater. Minnesota is like right. out there, but he got like a big ass complex. Yeah, like it is way out he there. was doing shit for like major labels. Oh, word. Uh, yeah, mixing some of their projects, having some of their artists come in and tracking them, mm-hmm. and all kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. he had like a whole guest house just for artists to stay in. I mean, I'm talking about. A room, B room, yeah. C room, D room type yeah, shit. You know, people used to tour his studio. I didn't even, I didn't even get to tour his studio. I missed yeah. that day. I think I was doing some other shit. I don't. Like, I was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Missed the field trip. I missed the big field trip <laughs> to the big studio, so I could be like, ooh. Yeah, bro, he's uh, like a, like so a, I asked everybody. They were like, yeah, it was freaking amazing, man. <laughs> bro, can you believe it? He had he had the digi whatever fucking board at the time. Uh, you know, if you hype up off off that bro, goofy it sounds shit. Like a Rick Rubin situation. 
Dog, he was trying to be Rick Rubin type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was funny because uh, we had an intro intro uh-huh. to MIDI class. Yeah. And then they were trying to... Uh, that's when I got into Logic. So then yeah. I switched from FL to Logic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my drums never hit in Logic. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I end up... But I made some of the flyest shit, like synth-wise and yeah. fucking with sidechain and ducking and all that shit and all that. And I started listening to a lot of Fly Low at that time. Mm-hmm. So um, I was listening to a lot of Flying Lotus. So I was like, man, it just taught me a lot about texture and space yeah. and using uh, using different elements to create elements in your beat, but to illustrate a picture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's really visual with that shit. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I could I could take the elements of his beat and, and it could create an image in my head when I listen to his music. Mm-hmm. So that was the type of shit I was, that was the type of time I'm on. I'm like, I'm going to take these elements of, of my sample shit, but I'm going to also take these elements of the synthesis and this texture and all this imagery shit. I'm going to try to put the shit together. So I was making real trippy kind of groovy shit, you know, at that time. Stuff. Right, you know, mm-hmm. but my drums wasn't hitting the way mm-hmm. I wanted them to, yeah. you know, but I made some fly shit on yeah. logic i'm not gonna lie to you mm-hmm. so then i was like ah. why don't i use both then i feel like because like that's what i do i'll like i'll like start a beat off in fl and then i'll move it into logic right. to like you know put the finishing touches on yeah but i'm so far away from that mm-hmm. so at this point i've started fucking with this cat named simon and uh he told me about ableton he was like yo you should fuck with this shit mm-hmm. right so i started fucking with ableton he was fuck he was already in it deep and was already you know chopping up samples and doing shit like that and then one day I learned about uh, how to do side chaining and ducking in Ableton. Yeah. And he didn't even know how to do that. And that was his shit. So he was like, how you do that shit? I was like, yo, this is how you do it, right? Wait, wait, how was he doing it but didn't know he was doing it? No, he didn't do that yet. Oh. So he oh, wasn't okay. doing that yet. He okay, wasn't okay. doing the ducking and the side chaining. Yeah. That yet, you know, and I started doing that shit because I was listening to a lot of fly. I was like, I gotta put some ducking in my shit, you mm-hmm. know? And then there was another artist named No Such Thing that was at that time. Um, and he was fucking cold too. So then I was like, all right, we got to do this shit. Yeah. And just heavy synthesis and square waves, saw waves and all kind of wild shit and wah wahs and, yeah. you know what I mean? And fucking yeah. require effects and all kind of, of course, shit like bro, that. I got to get the sauce on it. You know what I mean? Sauce that bitch up for real. And then, um, so I end up making, I end up from, then, from that point, I've been fucking with Ableton, probably mm-hmm. been like, it's probably been damn. It's probably been like ten years since I've been fucking with Ableton now. Yeah, yeah. And I use it for performance. I use it for damn. Bro, how you had music. Ableton for ten years and you still ain't bought it yet? <laughs> damn, you really just made our guest walk out here, dude. He'll be back. He was being dramatic. <laughs> Rich is currently taking a lap. He'll be, he'll be back. <laughs> I think he's going for a back for another Coors <laughs> banquet here. <laughs> How are you about to Did that, that, that question that? hurt that bad? You a cold motherfucker. <laughs> you a snitch on me on live camera. <laughs> what if you get hey, a, a partnership or something? You gonna snitch on me? We'll cut this. We'll cut this part out. Snitching ass David. <laughs> anyway, back to the regular schedule program. After snitching ass David, just snitched on me. Anyway. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have some uh, some beef in the parking lot after the after Bro, we finish fine. this episode. <laughs> this this is fun. This is fun. Rachel live. I plead the fifth. Next question. <laughs> 
All right. All right. All right. So you've been talking a little bit about all these uh, different individuals you've been working with. Um, kind of. The Have I? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Cool. Um, you like literally name drop at least like six people. Well, I'm just saying I don't. I, it don't mean I work with them still. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, is, you know, I'm an old, I'm an old person. I mean, I look young, but I'm an old person. So. So um, what what is the importance of kind of working with other people um, and, you know, being able to either collaborate with people or at least be open minded enough to learn something from them? You got to be like that all the time. All the time. You got to be a sponge. You got to soak in information. You got to, um, you know, get different perspectives. You might hit a rut. And sometimes you need to be around somebody who's creative because it's good to, you know, you can get back into a flow because they, they, they approach things a different way. That might spark something into you like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try something like this or, you know, or, um, you know, sometimes you just got to just get outside of your element. You know, people are so regimented all the time. They do the same shit over and over again. I go to work. Go to school. I go there. I go, go to here. sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't really change shit. You just keep doing the same shit over and over. Sometimes yeah. you got to break that. You got to keep that things monotony. Yeah, if you're a creative person, if you stay in the same routine, sometimes it can fuck with your mm-hmm. with your shit. That's okay. what I would say. Yeah. Speaking of uh, creative routine, uh, talk a little bit about your creative process and how you, you know, develop what you're creating. It all depends. I could have an idea in my head uh, while I'm at work. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in my break room, in the break room and try to like make a beat real quick or start some <laughs> shit. Or it could be, uh, you know, me and me and a homie just decide yeah. we're going to make some shit from scratch. Yeah. And we're just going to... It all depends. Sometimes you make yeah. the melody first. Sometimes you make the drums and then you just try to go from there. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about a vibe or a feel. What yeah. am I feeling like today? You kind of let it come. I, you know what I'm saying? Do I want to? Do I want to make some real, like neo soul, real, real melodic? You know, mm-hmm. soulful shit. You know, like some roads or some shit. Or do I want to get like? Do I want to make some Afrobeat shit? Like, do mm-hmm. I want to make something to make people dance and move? Yeah. Or do I want some house shit? You know, it's all about like what you. I just go off of my feeling, like however mm-hmm. I feel. In a moment, you know? I feel like that's yeah. everyone, though, just because, like, there, there is no specific way that you have to make music, or, mm-hmm. and and that just goes for any genre that you're making. Yeah. Uh, it's really just whatever comes to you. Yeah. Uh, whatever makes sense, whatever feels right. Mm-hmm. Most, um, most of the time, anytime I've ever written something, it's like, it comes to me like that, and it's just, I have to try and capture that moment mm-hmm. and yeah. capture, mm-hmm. capture it then and there, and if I wait too long and if I let it sit then it's poof it's gone yeah yeah. see that's the it's worst tough. thing and then sometimes it happens when you at work too it's like it's like man I gotta focus on doing this bullshit <laughs> when I'm like I got the next big thing going on in my head but I've also got epiphany yeah like great epiphanies in my head like oh yeah. maybe I should do this or mm-hmm. you know yeah it's crazy man um, I think the important thing though is when you know you're kind of being regimented, it's like take a take some PTO, man. Like you know, what I'm saying? take a day off, like because yeah. like you know what I mean. Sometimes you need to recharge. You need Facts. to. You got to get out of the yeah. routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. get out of the matrix for one second. <laughs> take some shrooms or some <laughs> shit. You know. I, another good thing too is yeah. 
for me as a hip hop artist, I, it's good to like pick some classic album to listen to because there's always something I could pick up from it, whether mm-hmm. it's the way they rap, mm-hmm. the production's technique, it mm-hmm. could be just a vibe. You know what I mean? There's so many things that you can learn from shit that's been successful in the past. Yeah. You know, Great. you could pick you could pick something from it, you know? Like See, that that's something I really dislike about a lot of like modern rappers these days mm-hmm. because I feel like they have too big of an ego. Or rather they do have too big of an ego to like listen to other stuff or other people. For mm-hmm. instance. It's all about their own stuff. Exactly. It's like I, I, I know I've heard the baby say that like, you know, he refused to listen to any other rappers. You know, it's only his stuff when he's in the car, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like that just like blocks you out because like there, there are so many other like amazing people out there that you could you, you don't even have to necessarily work with, but like just like be impressed by to like, you know, uh take something from their page and be like, Oh damn, I see how he did this. Let me like see if I can flip it and you know, use mm-hmm. it like that um the way that he raps other people have been rapping like that so that's mm-hmm. not even he's being yeah. he's not being i mean all the way honest people about clown that. him about like having the same flow for like the past like 17 songs so like i feel like he didn't know 17 you mean uh, more than that probably but, yes probably more. i mean his style is his style you yeah know? i mean sure. it, right now it's the end style <laughs> But who like knows was, in the next in the next yeah. five years it might not be. It might I be feel like it's style. getting there. I feel like he's reaching his lifespan. It is kind of getting there. Right mm-hmm. now, I think the Detroit flow is the hot flow right now. Mm-hmm. That kind of run-on sentence kind of flow where yep. it's like a sarcastic kind of mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like a lot of really quick little punchlines, yep. you know what I'm saying? But it's like real comical. Mm-hmm. Almost like Bay Area, it's like Midwest Bay Area kind of flow, you know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it, that's what it is right now. That's what's popping right now. So I think Agreed. most yeah. No, I mean like yeah. like Durkio and his gang is like definitely have a lot of fun right now. Yeah. Um, I know Drake's been trying to like ride that wave a little bit. Besides that, I feel Drake like trying to ride every damn wave. That's true. That's how he stayed alive for so long. I mean, he tried to do drill music. He tried to do uh, Afro beat. He tried yeah. to do reggaeton like yeah, he, did, bro, he, he, he did every all, damn bro. thing he did a whole joint where he's like you know what I'm saying you know he's like singing he all this shit. he had like this whole joint where he's like singing in Spanish and really? rapping yeah bro like huh. he's like yeah he's doing hey, a lot bro he good for him bro Drake said he's trying to hit the Latin Grammys too he's trying to hit all the Grammys wasn't yeah. there like a whole joke about uh, Drake being like part Puerto Rican or something like yeah he tries to claim that I think I think his he dad tries to is claim like, a lot of shit man I think his dad might actually have some like Puerto Rican background though really yeah yeah interesting I uh, thought that was just fake news I, I I'm it might be but I'm I'm not confident I'm, Drake is everything he he wants to be bro <laughs> the man is a chameleon bro like he could really switch up into whatever For he wants. Real. Next, next he's gonna be in a Hindu temple. He's gonna be yeah. out here, uh, you know what I'm saying? Bro, speaking of with bro, the little red joint, a rapper that's that'll gonna be do. that's gonna be his new look. He's gonna have the little red dot, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, Drake about to switch up for you. Bro, speaking of Hindu a rapper Drake, that will I'm do anything you. for a bag, or Buddhist Drake, Snoop Dogg will do anything for a bag, bro. You know he he he's actually done a Hindu song. He's done. Hey, um, bro, he's Snoop, done a Swedish song. Snoop has done "Girl Girls Gone Wild," and and had a, a series of porns that he direct, uh, developed, like produced. He produced porn. He produced Are porn. Right now, and he Damn. had girls going wild. Wow. Snoop has done. He's had like ten million lifetimes, dog, in, in rap music. Like it's, it's yeah, insane. bro. It's, how does he like, have so much time to like? Go into all these other like landscapes. He's the president of Dev Jam. He just bought like he his. He bought Def Jam. Didn't he, he? he just bought Def Row. He just oh, bought okay. Def Row. Oh, got, Def Row. Now he's about to get the right saw. His shit that Suge had. 
had from like mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And even Drake now is going to have the rights of the chronic. Yeah. So it's just going to be nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's a major accomplishment right Dude, there. Is Suge still in jail? I think so. I think yeah. him. I think him and Suge worked out. A th- uh, worked out a thing for the rights to that or whatever. Really? Yeah. So think you think he's were. paid? Yeah. It's, right. uh, there's definitely a. There definitely was a buyout. There's some kind mm-hmm. of payment, or it's mm-hmm. probably a point system where he's gonna get uh, probably some a, a piece of some Snoop's new shit yeah. or something. You oh, know some what I mean? Like Stuff situation. like that. Yeah, they worked mm-hmm. out something because yeah. the person that kind of opened that door was Master P because Master P got Snoop out of his original deal mm-hmm. and from there, it seemed like from then, he probably was like, whatever yeah. at this point. Like, right. I got other shit to worry about. I might as well just get the, as much money as I can shit. Yeah. Fair enough. For real. But that's a major accomplishment for an artist like that that was trapped under Interscope and then under another label. It's like... Mm-hmm. See, like, like, do you think there's any, like, how much hope do you have for the new generation? Because, like, we, we see a lot of, like, these, they're like, They're fucking guys. up. It, yeah, so, exactly. So, the new, the, new, the new epiphany that I have is uh-huh. the, the music industry doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. It really means nothing. The, the, this is what you got to do as a new artist. If, you know, obviously, there's two type of artists. There's two yeah. basic prototypes. Human beings are different. We all, you know, have different tastes and different mm-hmm. shit, but... When it comes to making music and artistry, you either are doing it because you have, are passionate about it and you're going to do it regardless, or you're someone who sees the benefits of it and just are focused on that, you yeah. know? So that's the basic, that's how my basic outlook of most artists are, right? Yeah. So then when you go from that standpoint and you sign to these big labels, now mm-hmm. it's all about attention, clicks, and likes because yep. people are not buying physical CDs anymore. You know what I'm saying? So yep. when you buy actual merchandise, that's real money. Mm-hmm. These streams can be all created. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can yeah. be all generated and mm-hmm. shit. We don't even know how much yeah. that shit is real or not. I mean, even like a, that and then just like the fact that you're only getting like a percentage of a percentage off of like the streams you make. So like most artists that make like 20 bucks off of their million streams. Yeah. So know? but what I'm saying is that then, then people are signing these 360 deals yeah. where... They're getting your YouTube revenue. They're getting, uh, even now, they're getting into your touring. They're getting into your merchandise. So pretty much your whole ecosystem of making money outside of just record sales, they're attaching themselves to. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, so now artists got to get like these brand deals and endorsements and shit just to really eat off of their music when they're on the major label system. Yeah. Yeah. Or you got to just blow the whole, you know what I mean? You got to sell diamond like, Cardi B, you know, every single go platinum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Type of shit to really make oh, yeah, money yeah. like that. Like, they were saying Meg Thee Stallion, she has a, a couple uh, singles that are single, or a couple singles that are platinum, mm-hmm. but her physical record sales were only like 28,000. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... How's that possible? A lot of it's just streams. Don't make sense. Oh, okay, That's what okay, I'm saying. But I'm, I'm just saying, but it just, it just tells you that yeah. people are not buying... Physical CDs. Yeah, I mean. So how much of that stream is actual? Does that actually equate to those units? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think I forgot how much they counted for. I think it's that every, is it every ten streams is one unit or one? I can't remember what they do, but there's some kind of metric for that for different. Yeah, for but it's like dog. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not really money out here. There's for no this, conversion for, there. You, well, I mean, you really got to yeah. ball out to really make I feel like really a lot of it has uh, to do uh, with, money. like, the saturation of the market as well because you have, like, a lot of these, like, young kids, they, like, see their, like, heroes, their su- these superstars come up and be like, oh, you know, I want to do this too. They get into it. And it, it, because there's so many people out there, you you have less that you're fighting with. Or working with, I should say, because if uh, they don't want you, or if you if you say you don't want what they have, they can just go to the next guy, and they're gonna agree because um, you know everybody's doing it. If you, if I don't want, if I don't if you don't want this, I'll get someone else to do it. As compared to you know, let's go back like I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 years ago, um, talent wasn't was more rare. And as well, if you wanted to get into the industry, you usually had to know someone that knew someone. Um, otherwise, the average person just like did not have any connections to get into a studio, just because. That's still a factor. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. a factor because mm-hmm. when you know somebody, still now, I mm-hmm. mean, it makes a big difference. Oh, I, I've seen it even yeah. in this city. Like I've seen it where the people who know people are mm-hmm. the ones that get on. Or, of course. Or you, if you fit a certain mold, you mm-hmm. are going to be more successful. Yeah. Like for example, me as a rapper right now. I'm, I'm gonna say some shit that's politically incorrect, but yeah. I don't give a fuck because I'm gonna be honest about uh, it. In Minneapolis, it. if I was queer and if I was, if I had a band, I probably would be more popping. And that's just the reality of it mm-hmm. because that is what, I don't know, that's what it seems that's like the what, ethos of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It seems like that's what people want, you know? Yeah. Um, so I gotta go extra hard yeah. to make sure that my music is. Across and part of that affects my creativity too, because I'm like, mm. damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm not gonna be because I've seen people who I know would never do certain things do certain things to fit that mold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not even somebody. I'm I'm free love. Do love whoever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I you can fuck whoever you want, man, yeah. woman, female, transgender, they, them, yeah. whatever the fuck pronouns God. you want. I respect you. Right. It's all about respect at the end yeah. of the day. But I'm just talking about people who are genuinely not like that, mm-hmm. pretending to be that because yeah. it's beneficial. Yeah. Or identifying themselves as being bi or mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying? Sure. Or a different or or different uh, 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 preference in the sexuality because yeah. This is beneficial to music, to sure. to, to the ecosystem. To their career. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's what Minneapolis embraces. Mm-hmm. And that's what you know what I'm saying? It's 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 just the reality of it. So yeah. yeah. So it's 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 tough as an artist, you gotta find your audience. Mm-hmm. And my audience might not be a lucrative audience. Mm-hmm. The lucrative audience, it might be that audience. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it is what it is. It's just yeah. the reality of of what what it is, I'm, so I have to make sure. Like yeah. the times that I've gotten love in the city has been when my music, like I worked with a, a label in France, and because of that, people were like, "Oh shit, he's working with label in France." <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to like, "Yo, this yeah. dude's dope." Like I fuck uh, with him, you know. Well, so it is like what they, it is. They want that rec- um, the like the recognition of like some benefactor before they'll even pay attention. Yes, bro. There's you a know? big. There's a there's a great artist. For example, his name is Jose James. Yeah. Great, uh, a neo soul jazz artist. Dude had a whole project. Half of it was produced by Flying Lotus. Matter of fact. Really. 
the current ain't even talk about this dude until mm-hmm. probably like six, seven years into his career. Yeah. Keep in mind, this dude was like on tour, going to St. Lucia Jazz Festival, mm-hmm. all this shit, doing all this big shit, right? He's on BET, you yeah. know? And they're not even talking about him till like years later. And then they're like, oh yeah, Jose Jams, Southside Minneapolis artist. And they're really, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, He's been around for a minute. He's been around yeah. for a minute, dog. Like, but it's just, it is what it is, you know? You gotta be, you know, something or you gotta be linked to something or yeah. whatever or have whatever engine you know no of course um, I mean that, that's why people love like so that's still a factor yeah. even in a, a saturated uh, market yeah you know no I mean of course because yeah. like people like the, the machine is there and the machine works it works really well in fact um, it's just how much of that benefit can you ascertain for yourself All right it is what it is it is what it is yeah. you're right yeah man so uh <laughs> so pretty much for a cat like me, I got to create shit. Uh-huh. Every time I've done something profound, mm-hmm. I've really kind of had to create an opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or create a situation. Yeah. Like I remember uh when I when I did 7th Street like I was putting them on game about different bloggers because blogging was still an important thing. I was like, yeah, you should fuck with this blogger, this blogger, this person. Have them, you know, do giveaways from you. Have them take over your Instagram and your, uh, uh, you know, your live tweeting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let them li- just give them uh, some drink tickets and a, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And shit like that. Give them a couple of merchandise and they'll be cool with that. You know, like these are just young college students and shit. So you can take advantage of their little, their people that they mm-hmm. fuck with you know yeah, their circle and exactly what that's free that's free promotion aren't more like so, so, in the like now just because i feel <laughs> like it, if if you're someone who actually has like good taste like uh, people people like being around people that know what's good yeah, you know and most like definitely. And i'm just i'm kind of surprised like playlisting is like i guess like the that's the, the that's the thing yeah that's the thing that's happening you uh-huh. know that's that's the thing that that's what it is now it's all about impressions likes mm-hmm. and and plays mm-hmm. you know that's really what it's about now and i hate it because i'm not that kind of person mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, like tough, shit tough is trash man. so how does somebody like me survive and that's yeah. another factor too now you know what i'm saying like yeah. I don't want to be seen a lot. I don't really give a fuck about. You know know what I'm saying? I I would rather just be chilling. Mm -hmm. Like I I don't want to go viral. I don't. I don't want to put girls on OnlyFans fighting each other like stupid (laughs) shit like that. Like I don't want to be out here holding a blade. I'm just just rappers. Like just rappers. Blueface, okay, that's one person that does. The, right, there's all like kind of shit people fans, do. Uh, he does that show. to stay relevant because the yeah. music is trash. Yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, and music, even if the music was good, mm. it still don't mean he ain't eating like that. That's why yeah. he got to do shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's because I mean, trash. if he if he was like good, bro, I feel like he could have just lived off of Tatiana, like. For a while, he should be able. He should still be able to because that song was big enough of a hit mm-hmm. that it should. But With people so don't buy remixes. CDs no more. Yeah. They don't buy. If people were buying CDs, that song would still be hitting. Mm-hmm. It would be like a pump it up or something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Joe Budden pump it up. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> people actually bought that shit. That 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 single went platinum. Right. So that's one million actual sold singles, sold yeah. units. That's not streams download. We don't know what that them streams mean. <laughs> Maybe only like three hundred thousand or yeah. two hundred thousand is yeah. legit, or even it could even be fifty thousand. That's yeah. really legit, you know. So it's like, 
Right. Do, can we look in this haste? This haystack <laughs> of yeah. <laughs> damn. Loads. Yeah, because like the landscape has changed, <laughs> man. It's just like nobody wants to buy a physical anymore because like that, I take that back. That's and you true. can still do it too, because yeah, you can. You can actually it. purchase mm. the album. Yeah. In Apple Music. So then let's say, for example, you're streaming your little 1999 or whatever is over with. You still own that music so you can play it. Yeah. You know, like that's the benefit of buying that shit. Because I remember yeah. I had a gift card. I think the first I think I bought a, a what album was it? the Kendrick album. It was uh, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. I think that was the one. So I yeah. still have that. Like whatever three iPhones ago, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, still like, have you got to like, like super fuck with an artist to buy their album these days. Yeah. And like you're a diehard. But you know what you like, like though. That's, so that's you true. might as well just yeah. buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, 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 but you also like, what I've noticed today is you have to that, add some type of like pizzazz to it, which is why I see like a lot of um, uh, records are coming back. You know, a lot of um, uh, artists will like uh, put out a limited release, like a uh, print of their Like album. a vinyl print? Yeah, yeah, yeah vinyl. That's, and, a, yeah, that's some collector. Yeah, exactly. And then right that's the only way you can get someone to buy your physical is if you like make a spectacle out of it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you. I mean, and 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 pressing up vinyl is very expensive. Yeah, it's very. I, I wish I had the skill set and the and the equipment to make vinyl. Because I think that would be a really good niche business to. Oh yeah, that would be actually kind of lit. Because you, you, like you can do you online want... orders. You can just yeah. tell them, yeah, this shit will be ready in like uh, two years. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pre-order no, two thousand dollar pre-order for two years. Two years later, twenty twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Bro, our vinyl is really like a situation like uh, t-shirt printing where you can just like get a setup and like rock and roll. I don't know, but I'm just saying. In my mind, I feel like I know enough artists that one vinyl that I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna cut you a deal, yeah. but this will be two years later, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Supply normally, chain, right? Yeah. Normally, this would be four thousand, but I'm making two thousand two years yeah. later. All right. But. <laughs> Two years later when they're irrelevant and can't getting, pay for it anymore. You're getting a hell of a deal out of I don't of even this. want to rap no more, man. <laughs> See, I was testing you. I was testing you. Oh See if you was really about that life, you know. <laughs> but you wasn't, you know. Lying motherfucker. No. <clears throat> no. But yeah, records are cool, though. I feel like... Vinyls are amazing. Yeah. I feel like you're immortalized, yeah. and you know your shit is is dope when you put it on vinyl. Oh yeah, you, you made you it. You can't sure. you can't not feel good about your shit mm-hmm. to put it on vinyl. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. And I know myself. I'm like, nah, this this ain't it. I can't put that on vinyl. <laughs> like that's too much money to yeah. to not believe. You gotta believe in mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah, no, you gotta like you know fuck with <clears> your shit. Like you got enough money saved up, get like um fifty prints made. Mm-hmm. Sell them out nah. to like locals. No, 50 is too much. To spend that kind of money, 50 is not. You got to get at least 100, dog. 100? You got to get at least 100 because it's so much money. Mm-hmm. It probably would be more cost effective to yeah. get to a certain threshold, mm-hmm. you know? True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cause I, dude, I don't know how much it costs to like print a fucking vinyl. It, it, it all fluctuates, bro. Yeah. Like, I've seen somebody, uh, I've seen some websites have as low, I think copycats. Charges like twenty five hundred yeah. for like a hundred or something like that. Damn, I think that's, that's a lot. Yeah, bro, it's a lot. So I mean, it costs a lot. <laughs> it is what it. I think it's different. I think different kind of that you can have like a mm-hmm. a transparent one or yeah. like a color one yeah, or I've just a black those. one. Or, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's, it, the price fluctuates based on that. And I mean, yeah. buying them are not cheap. Like a lot of some artists that I listen to when they drop a new vinyl, it's like like. 
30 or 40 bucks yeah. for the print. You can charge $50 for a vinyl. Yeah. And people will easily pay that yeah. because they know that it put it you put a lot of work and effort into it. I think people appreciate that and they look at it as a collector's item yeah. at that point. And that's like yeah, your real That's your spectacle. real fan base right there. Yeah. Because if you print 100 of those and you can't get those off, don't do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to feel like I got 100 people that really support me yeah. to get off 100 Great. vinyls. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like and and I and that's what I'm saying. Me, I'm at the point where I feel like I need to be. I should have an album that mm-hmm. does that. Maybe Amethyst, I might do it later, mm-hmm. like a later press. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got to really get to that point where you feel like people support me on yeah. that level. You can't just be your first album and be like, yeah, I'm gonna put it on vinyl. Like, no, that's, it's gonna that's be a crazy. hot like, drop. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah. But I think it's it's a great. That's a great goal, though. I think that's a good goal for an independent artist. Like, Agreed. Yeah. If you can get your shit pressed on vinyl, you yeah. know you're doing some shit. Yeah. Yeah. If real. you have that that strong core fan base. Yeah, you have a strong core fan base, and you feel like musically and creatively, you're at a good level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put, your, you put in your 10,000 hours or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So this is something for you guys to strive for. If you're making music in your basement, maybe one day... You too can print finals. Keep or, working hard. Yep. Or you just blow up and go viral. Mm-hmm. Get your song on TikTok. Get a few million views. I think I'm going to put my next project on cassette tape. Or I think I'm going to try to also have cassette tape. Try and bring that back. Hey, dog, mm-hmm. I got a cassette player in my car. And I <laughs> think, and if, if people buy a cassette tape, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put the, the a QR code to the download. You know, for free. Yeah. You know, just because if you're going to buy the cassette, you might as well just get the download yeah. for free. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then the cassette will just be like a novelty yeah. item. Yeah, I hear you. you know no, what I'm I mean, like, or you might get like that. You can actually play of, it, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got the extra bit of like flavor from the tape. Yeah. And I kind of want, I want it to be a purple tape too. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be purple because it's amethyst. So I think it'll be dope if it was a purple tape. Sure. Yeah. All right. What we got next? All right. So, I mean, we were talking a little bit about, you know, making money off of your off of <clears throat> your creations how do you put a value on what you've made and how how do you you know there's so much that goes into creating music how do you put a value on that um i feel like now when i make music um number 1 am i having fun while i'm doing it <laughs> You know? Yeah, because if I'm not enjoying it and it's all stressful and shit, that's just what's the it's purpose? Like a you know? school project that you got yeah, a deadline like, for, oh. like <laughs> all nighter. <laughs> Why hi hat? I'm being so stupid right now. Yeah, no, but you gotta have fun. You gotta. I think. Ultimately, when you put something together, when you put your shit together, yeah, um, it's important to, for me as an artist, as a rapper, I'll just go rapper mode. Rapper mode, maybe I want to reach out to a bigger artist that I've never reached out to before mm-hmm. yeah. or get a beat from like a big ass producer that I've never done before. So it's like every time I'm trying to improve on what I did the last time as far as like you know, who did I reach out to? You know, so maybe I released this this label, this one on uh, this French label, but now this time I want to release it on, you know, a bigger indie label or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I want to, um, you know, get 
some big engineer named David uh, Gavlingo that took. <laughs> hey, who's that? David G. To, I thought he got blacklisted. To, you know, right. <laughs> right. I thought so too, you know. Snitching on people by Ableton. But yeah. <laughs> you still ain't answered the question. <laughs> no, don't trip. Don't trip. You know what I'm saying? I bought Ableton accessory products. So yes, you know. But anyway, um, I actually do buy, buy did buy Ableton because I okay. bought a Novation. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Novation. What's the thing called? The little pad thing. Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Bought a Launchpad and it comes mm-hmm. with Ableton. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. So now, now what? Anyway. Comes with Ableton Live. Yeah. That's the that's the baby version. So no, you mean light. Yeah, like able to. It's, I still bought it, right? You said if I bought, I bought yeah. it, right? Didn't I? It sounds there like you go. bought it to me. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> come again. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. So I actually did beat. I beat. I beat the charges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Weird. <laughs> you trying to use a loophole? All charges <laughs> dropped. So, but no. Back to the regular schedule yeah. program. So I want to reach out to, you know, I want to have fun. I want to reach out to new people. Um, that I respect, that I fuck with. I'm not just reaching out to people just for clout. I'm doing it because these are people who I admire and I feel like it's a personal challenge and a growth in my music. It's a good benchmark to say, okay, well, this time uh, I worked with uh, Slug or I worked with uh, uh, Psalm One or somebody like that or I worked with, uh, I don't know, whatever big rapper. Let's say I worked with, uh, uh, I don't know. <sighs> who the fuck is popping right now? I work with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be the ultimate, right? But yeah, no. If I work with hey, some bro, new get artists. Get on PG Lang, bro. Exactly. Let me go to somebody like smaller. Let's say I work with Boz or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that would be like a big fucking deal or some shit. Um, and yeah, and I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to improve on the design. Yeah. You know, every single time. Yeah. Improve on the design and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I feel like that's all it ever really is. Like, you know, of course, like, the, the first few things you're making are going to be probably terrible, you know. And over time, you grow, you improve, you learn new things, you learn from people, you learn from your mentors, you learn from the people you respect, mm-hmm. and you improve over time, and you keep going. Um, that's all it is. It's just and, and challenge yourself. Yeah, challenge, challenge yourself. yourself to try new yeah. shit. Speaking like, of challenges, when are you going to pick up that base? This is what? the snitching podcast. I'm always putting man. you on the spot, dude. This is the snitching <laughs> podcast, dude. Jeez, I'm learning that David G is a snitch. Yeah, but you, you better watch it. That's the question. I will at some. Yeah, you know what? Now that this album is finally moving, uh huh. Yes, I'm going to pick it up. Okay, I'm going to pick it up, David right. G. Mm-hmm. Yes. There we go. Hey, what about yeah. you, buddy? I'll, yeah, I'll, or you're gonna pick up your, your base. base going. I, I pick it seen up you bi-weekly. Uh, bi-weekly. Yes. If that was a child, you would ha- you would be a, a deadbeat dad. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. You're just like me, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> At least I pick mine up. No. Nah. All you do is take yours to Dairy Queen, but then you just <laughs> desert them for the rest of the week. <laughs> hey, I take mine to Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Kid don't even like cheesecake. Bro, all kids love cheesecake. Nah, I don't know. Dude, I didn't like cheesecake. Yeah, I didn't like cheesecake until I was a certain age, bro. Exactly. It took me a while to like cheesecake. Certain foods, man. I didn't understand it at first. I think it was just kind of just like a developmental palate thing. How could mm-hmm. cheese be in a cake? Like, right. Like, I like cheese. I like cake. A cheese. A cake. Bro, a you, cheese. You a cake. You guys are fucking uh, children. Yeah. <laughs> 
I am a ch- I'm a grown ass kid, like Kanye West said. <laughs> Yo, that documentary uh, was so fire. Yeah, I, I really I learned a lot. I learned a lot, yeah, dude. It was like it, it really like shined a light on just um, why Kanye is the way Kanye is, mm-hmm. and it's really just because Kanye hates being told no. Um, well, like not 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 being told he can't do something. Like that's yeah, what I like. I get what you're saying. Most, I get what you're saying. You know? Yeah, yeah. And like we've actually like talked about the, um, the documentary a while back, and it's just like, um, it's 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 amazing to see how people like downed him and like you know made him out to just be like this uh, a really great producer but could never be a rapper like all these things and like you know you look at him now and he's like literally probably the wealthiest like rap artists in the game yeah um, but you know how he got that money it was cuz of merchandise it wasn't cuz of sure bro cuz everybody wasn't really wanted to dress music. like Kanye bro Kanye was fly yeah but what i'm saying is he was bankrupt before the Yeezy start hitting when the Yeezy start hitting then... <laughs> yo for real right now yeah Damn. he was bankrupt oh is that why he was asking all those billionaires for money when he was on like twitter asking <laughs> you don't remember that um, shit yeah uh, what's his name uh, Mark Zuckerberg, hey, give me some money, bro. We could work on something together. Yeah, he was like <laughs> negative. I forgot what it was, like negative 20 mil no, or some shit like that. Are you some serious shit like that. right now? Kanye was down bad? He was down bad. Wow. And, but because of uh, because of the Yeezys, man, like mm-hmm. that merchandise selling, the, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, all the all those shoes, that put him back up. Now he a billionaire. Yeah. Do you guys ever buy the, buy that stuff? Shoes? I haven't bought, never bought a pair of Yeezys. Never bought it. I would like to just to try them, but I'm not spending that kind of money on some sneakers. I'm Can't sorry. you get like the fake ones for? for I, look, much I got a very. I guess I pair could, but it, I don't know what they're gonna feel like. Mm. If they don't feel like the original, I don't. How am I not gonna know what the originals feel like if I'm wearing some fake ones? I don't I mean, know. They, you know what if saying? you're comfortable, because like, like literally, like <laughs> they well, might be I, comfortable, but yeah. they might not be as comfortable as the real ones. Sure. Why am I rocking some fake but ones? I, 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 bro, if I'm satisfied, I'm satisfied. Literally, one of my one of my boys. My G, there's plenty. Of comfortable shoes. If yeah. that's the case, then yeah. that look good. Uh-huh. That they're not that same price. Like I, look, bro. I didn't. I didn't pay for it. And that's all that matters. I got gifted them. And they were good enough. My G, that's a beautiful thing that you got gifted them because I'm not buying them. Yeah. <laughs> so Ain't it's no like, way. I, no, I mean too because like I, just I don't like, make enough money for that. It's just, like what the, the fuck kind of shit price is, is that? Not worth it. Like I like if it's retail, like if that's a different story. But like, how are you gonna get a pair of retail? If if the shoes cost more than what I would take away from a check after paying my bills, I'm not doing that. Like, Yeah, I, that's a retail. Kind of though. Like, if that? you get a re- retail, I don't think it's <laughs> ever been, like, more than 200 What? That is a lie. That's a lie that these Kanye West fans be saying that what buy the Yeezys, that Yeezys are $200, though. No, like, like, if you get it retail, most of the shoes are, like, 180 this is such cat. Retail. I wish I wish I had it. I wish I had a retail. Ha- Bro, their slippers are 180. So how the hell do those-, Re- hey, that, those are resale. We literally talked about this. We looked up how much they were. Retail, they are $80. Bro, he got these shoes that look like they look like um the Yeezy clogs. They they look like uh um like gloves. I feel you know, like they I've look seen- like work workmen, they look like painter gloves. I feel like but- I've seen photos online. <laughs> It looked like somebody just like blew air in like some worker gloves and they made them into some shoes. (sighs) Oh, yeah, no, I for sure sure seen this online. (laughs) Yeah, bro, like, and they sell those for like $500. 
Bro, I'm telling so you, I don't know resale. what this guy's coming with this resale. prices from. Resale, bro. Why the hell would I have to resell? No, it's not no easy resale. This is StockX and all these other yeah, websites. Yeah, StockX is uh, resale. But if I'm, okay, I'm also looking on Macy's. I'm also looking on the Adidas website, and that's what they cost. So what are you talking bro, about? Bro, that is that that is not retail. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my God. That is not retail. Okay, anyway, next, can we go to, like, this is the dumbest conversation. I'm telling I've you right ever. now, you guys you're are just strong. arguing about. He's yelling at yeah. the top of his I'm voice. I'm literally about, not. Yes, you are, I'm bro. You love this dude, bro. <laughs> you are? I'm just telling you. Is he your boo or something? Like, jeez. <laughs> Look, these bro, foam go- runners, uh-huh. the foam, these are 180. Oh, yeah. These are 180. Okay. So how? Is that, is that retail or resale? Bruh, this is a resale. I mean, that's not the re- this is a retail store. Your even the old boost is two sixty now. That's the old ones from like five summers ago. <laughs> Ain't no way. Yeah, no, man. It, and yeah, you're pl- you're pretty much paying at least four hundred dollars for some uh, Payless shoes. Essentially. I mean, hey, Kanye convinced a bunch of kids to do it. I'm proud of them. Good job. The kids are Kanye. <laughs> I'm proud of the uh, Kanye for convincing the kids. Because yeah, at the end of the Kanye. day, as long as you feel good about yourself, you know, maybe you feel like you're going to be the next Kanye, you know? Just like how people felt like they were going to be Michael Jordan when they wore, wore his sneakers. But these yeah. designs, some of them are kind of... Like, you just don't understand Kanye's like from artistic a sci-fi vision. novel. This is from Payless. That's a Payless shoe. That yeah, is a pay. That is a Payless shoe. Boost, he literally um, like called those runner. like the Kanye dad shoe. Like he modeled those after dad shoes. That was like the point. That's like some California dad is buying that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Nah. You gonna buy those? Hell no. I thought you were dads of these producers. I in Minnesota, yes. In Minnesota. In Minnesota, in David Jeep. Minnesota. All right, well, moving on uh, yes, yes. to the last question. More of just kind of a, you know, more. So I'm interested. What is coming up uh, on Rich Garvey's agenda? Is um, something dropping soon? Can we yeah. can we look forward to some new beats, some new music? Ha 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 ha. And where can we find it? Ha 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 ha. Um, yes, I am. I'm uh, working on releasing a project with uh, an artist by the name of Ruby Red called uh, In Retrospect, and uh, that should be coming out soon. We haven't put an exact date on it yet, but it should be very soon, probably within a month or so. Um, trying to drop two things back to back. I might push Amethyst back a little bit now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, because things are just, every, everything is just so different, man. Everybody's, what do you mean by that? Because like, all this out of COVID shit, shit this, things have just changed, man. Like, You're you talking know, like the gig economy? <laughs> the gig economy, right, exactly. The outlook of shit. Um, it's different now. So I can actually book a release show. I can do a lot of different things that yeah. I... But I still don't even know if I want to. I feel like being anti-social still. I don't know. <laughs> I feel, bro. You you gotta do it because like, bro. I've been like uh, I've been peeping some of like the like semi-hot in Minnesota right now, mm-hmm. and they're just they're so whack. Like they are whack. 
They are fucking whack. Like, and I feel is... like I got some fresh shit. I yeah. feel like people are going to like my shit. No, I agree, bro. Like, I feel like I you could really put some kids, some of these guys to shame. Like, there's like one ass. person in mind that I'm Better thinking than the of Yeezys. that's just really bad. And I just I don't too. know why he's like, why people care about him. Because it's just. Who are you talking about? This dude, he like, he raps in a monotone voice. Really? About like, just like the most like basic, like just. I don't even know how. I'll show you after. I won't mention his name just mm-hmm. for the sake of like mm-hmm. causing beef. But right, 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 right. <laughs> it's, just, it's so bad, and I don't know why people like him. I think I know who you're talking about, but we're gonna, you know. Sometimes it's not about okay. the music; it's more about. the But scene you know what? Music that. is subjective. Because if some little, some little kid listens to it and be like, you know what? That's my shit. <laughs> what am I to say about it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? If, it, you- if little buddy, if it gives you confidence, you know. <laughs> yes, bro. I don't want oh, a generation of whack ass kids. Oh wow! I mean, you got people right now trying to. They scared uh, of people teaching uh, about Black history in the yeah. curriculum, bro. Yeah, like, I bro, mean, there's a lot of critical race crit- theory. Yeah, that's a propaganda term uh, out this world, dog. <laughs> there's some yeah. shit called 1619 Project, mm-hmm. which is a legitimate. Yeah. Research yeah. from people who are historians, people who lived it, mm-hmm. people who uh, are, you know, like in families that, you know what I'm saying? These things happen to. Yeah. That's already been proven by other historians, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And been fact checked thousand times, you know what I'm saying? Literally, they've, this is uh, cumulative, cumulative research from like a long ass period of time, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That people put together because so many times, History is taught, mm-hmm. you know, with a certain lens, you know, as opposed to, okay, what did black people in this country actually contribute to American history? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The inventions, the mm-hmm. movements, the the times in which we tried to, you know, rise ourselves out of our situation, right? Yeah. Because a lot of the time they give black people the victim mentality, like, oh, we just cry for shit and we ask for shit. But no, history has shown every time black people try to be self-sufficient, right? Uh, their shit got sabotaged, destroyed by the powers that be. Yeah, so, I mean, like, and that's shit that's not taught. That, dude, so, that. so that reality of it mm-hmm. is the core reason why you hear people talk about critical race theory because they're scared. They're saying that white people are going to feel like uh, uh, why? Why do white kids want to? F- uh, you're gonna you're gonna make them feel like they hate themselves. No, they're gonna look at you as the parents and say, yeah. "What is your <laughs> contributions in this? What did granddad contribute to this? What did great granddad contribute to this shit? Yeah. Did we own slaves?" They're gonna start asking those kind of questions. Yeah, they're not gonna they're be like, "I hate of. myself." They're yeah. gonna be like, mm, "What was my family on teaching me this bullshit?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like telling us black people yeah. just lazy and all this shit, but. You know, then he learned about the Tulsa, Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, Black Wall Street, right? Mm. Where they try, where these people had shops and businesses for miles and miles and miles. Mm. They burned and torched all that shit down. The government pretty much sanctioned it. You know what I'm saying? And those people were displaced just like that. In, in Minnesota, the Rondo neighborhood, which was a prominent black neighborhood, uh, like miles and miles of shops. I'm reading. A, I read a book by written by Andrea Swenson. Oh, there's got to be something here. And she did a good job of illustrating how the city was laid out and the contrib- the contributions of black people to what the sound is of the Minneapolis sound, what culminated to Prince and all that shit. But she really illustrated 
that neighborhood and how self-sufficient it was and how it was helping each other out. And people were living good and able to work and create opportunities. And they were able, in times when there was disagreements, they were able to reason with police. They were able to talk to uh, actual politicians and come to real solutions, right? But then media narratives became about black people uprising and the Chicago riots and all those type of things. And, and, and that, the white fear... You know what I mean? That that kind of became a tool to like kind of be like, nah, we ain't going to talk to them no more. Like now we got to fucking cut off these neighborhoods. We got to redline shit. We got to move. You know what I mean? The other Jewish people just moved from Northside all the way to St. Louis Park. You know what I'm saying? Like and then uh, and then all the they, they, they just pretty much just built the neighborhood, the, 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 the highway freeway, 94 right, through, right yeah. through the neighborhoods and shit, you know, so it's like. It's just so crazy how that shit was. So, like, you go from a point where you have slavery, right? You get out of slavery, and then you have segregation, right? And then you're like, fuck that. Okay, you want to segregate? This is cool. We're going to build our own shit. You build your own shit? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Y'all being too successful. Fuck that. Yeah. We're going to knock that shit down, you know? So, I, it's so crazy because segregation probably could have worked. But the problem was would be that black people would have ownership, and literally, you can't, when you have ownership and shit, you respect it. You have a pride in it. You know what I'm saying? And when you have pride in it, you want to investigate how to make sure that your neighborhood is safe. And then you also want to be at those committees. You want to be at, at those legislative hearings. You want to pick your alderman. You want to pick your mayor. You want to pick your city councilman. You become invested because this is your ecosystem. This is your neighborhood, right? So, but when you don't own shit, you don't have that pride. You don't have that incentive to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you don't, you don't, you don't own shit. They can just move you from one project to the next. And that's what has happened. Right. So when I moved to Minnesota, the, the Lowry bridge <clears throat> wasn't even there. Right. They wouldn't even, they refused to build that shit back up. And that was literally what, what connected Northeast with the North side. Right. On uh, the Broadway side or whatever. So, you would have to either go Broadway or you couldn't go Lowry. You know what I'm saying? There's only the, the yeah. two ways to go or whatever. But I feel like police use that as a trap, you know what I'm saying, to get you. So if you go down Broadway, they're going to get you on Broadway because you can't go Lowry. You can't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why the fuck is this shit like this, you know? And I start thinking about it. I'm like, this is done on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, Northeast became a certain kind of way and then the quarry and all that shit. Yeah. They start building up all those shops. During that time, you know, just thinking about it and later, you know, a later point in time, because I end up living on that side now and just kind of doing a juxtaposition of why shit is the way that it is, you know. And then I see now they have the Upper Harbor Terminal or Upper, Upper Harbor Terminal Project, which is going to basically turn the entire uh, north side into like a whole gentrified area. And they're going to have this big ass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, uh, supposed to be open arts uh, center, performance center bullshit or something. But, like, the problem is, like, a bunch of, like, people who are in the community that are uh, activists with uh, pollution and shit like that, mm -hmm. they're, they're supposed to have people uh, do research on whether or not it's safe for the ecosystem in order to do all this heavy-ass construction by the river. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you can fuck up the whole river and shit by yeah. toxins and chemicals and all kind of shit. Mm -hmm. so, um, so because of that, <laughs> now the, the project is halted, but the shit was already in motion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, they started moving people from Lowry 
from that from those Section Eight uh, uh, developments and start moving them to Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, Robbinsdale, those kind of areas. Now, yeah. so now you're seeing more crime and more drama in Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center. Now, you know what I'm saying? And shit is even more turned up in those suburbs now. Like if you look this summer, there's been a lot of shootings in those areas. Oh, yeah. Like there was a kid the right by the liquor store that I go to all the time. This little kid, he wasn't he wasn't just sitting in the car. Some dude just pulled up on him, just shot him and shit. Like this, it had just happened a couple hours, like like two hours before I went to the liquor store, you know. And everybody was talking about that shit. And another shooting happened like three blocks away from from that point. And then even my neighborhood, my neighborhood just had a shooting literally just last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like it's 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 almost like I'm desensitized at this point. Like there's so many fucking shootings. That's the worst you know, part like, about it, getting desensitized to it. Yeah. You know, because at a certain point, it happens so often where you're just like, oh, another shooting last week? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. That's terrible. It's that's crazy. So these are young-ass people. But anyway, no, I'm just saying, all this shit is all intertwined, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's all intertwined. Like, when you learn about what redlining is, mm-hmm. how people kind of create these neighborhoods that are kind of locked in mm-hmm. to a certain ecosystem where it's like you don't have access to certain shops to certain yep. restaurants to certain things you yep. got to go outside of that to really you know what i'm saying and you in order to get outside of that you need proper transportation you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and if you're taking a bus you ain't gonna be the one to take the bus and go like, like what the fuck like i'm not making enough money obviously if i'm taking a bus so i need yeah. to get a car to even even think about going to that you know restaurant on grand avenue or whatever you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. um so it's it's the shit is all intertwined it's like in in a room of a thousand people, you might have like fifty liters. You know what I'm saying? So it's like most people don't have the ability to rise up out of their situation, you know. And if they have something good, they want to just try to maintain. You know what yep. I'm saying? Or they need somebody to show them a way or to mm-hmm. be part of something in order to feel like they're well. I mean, because like more often than not, it's like you you don't even know that the opportunity or possibility is there just because yeah. it's not it's never presented to you. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. That's another factor, too. Exactly. You don't know what you you don't know what you don't know. So let's say, for example, if you want a big job somewhere and you didn't have proper coaching on the, on the interview, right? You from the hood. Everybody talk a certain way. They act a certain way. You didn't have a proper grammar and way to speak. The teachers don't give a fuck about you. So you go to your first job interview. You're like, yeah, cuz I'm trying to get this money, man. You know, <laughs> trying to get this <laughs> as bread. opposed to like. Yeah, I have a strong desire for this position and I feel like I'm qualified. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like, you know what I mean? You just don't yeah. understand the proper etiquette. It's not even because you don't, uh, it's because you mean what wrong or you're trying to be disrespectful. You just yeah. don't know any yeah. better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, there's a lot of that shit. I mean, there's a, and now what I'm noticing, the big disparity now is the technology to disparity. Because, you know, I work, I work uh, at a library. So it's like, uh, what I see is it's either an age or or an upbringing thing where if you're not if you're not proficient on the computer, it's a it's a barrier to employment. You know barrier what I'm saying? To, like, yeah. So it's like even for jobs that don't even require a computer, yeah. a computer is needed in order for you to apply for yeah. you to send your resume yeah. in and all this shit. Yeah, you there's and, no, you can't just call up. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up because, but I'm saying this, they're really, this is really a way of kind of just 
shaving down your candidates to people who are more modern, I guess, yeah. which you, which you can easily probably equate that to intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Like even though the other person might have more intelligence on the physical job itself, yeah. But the fact that this person can navigate the computer, mm-hmm. they can just use it to just you know wean off these you know mm-hmm. these other people. Oh, you probably, probably old anyway, so sure. you know what I mean. It's there's probably some kind of graph or some scientific oh, thing that led into that, but that's just the reality now. And that's the reason why I actually I'm going to sound political now, but this do Andrew Yang, the the dude that ran for president. That's why I really want to support him because he yeah. he had that as one of his big uh, platforms that he was running on, and the fact that he felt like the pandemic was going to last for a while and Americans needed money. Mm-hmm. He was like, every month I'm I'm going to oh, give you money. Basic income. He was already, he was on that shit like. We got to get to a point where we can take our money and invest it in other things. That's the American dream. He felt yeah. like the American people and the American dollar has to mean something. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And the, and the best way to do that is to invest in people, mm-hmm. which is wild, right? People looking at it, he's insane. You yeah. can't just give everybody money. Uh-huh. What the fuck are we doing anyway? Yeah. We, we spend the money on military bullshit. I mean, yeah. the time where... Uh, um, where uh, when 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 uh, uh, Russia first bombed Ukraine, America was bombing Somalia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we don't know. They don't talk about they don't that t- shit. No, they don't you know talk what I'm about saying? That at Bro, all. there's there's a lot of bullshit that that yeah. America does. Because mm-hmm. I'm African, so I see I've seen different sides of it. I'm from Liberia. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about Liberia, Liberia was a a colony of America, and there's a lot of resources that we have. And they've pretty pretty much put us in a situation where we're not allowed. It's not that we're not allowed. It's the fact that our pre- the presidents that they allowed to become presidents are puppets to America. Mm-hmm. So the the reality is we have a lot of natural resources. We have oil. We have rubber trees. We have um, diamonds. We have gold. We have all these rich resources, but we don't have an infrastructure in order to make money from that. Mm-hmm. So they take from us. And then yeah. they build Firestone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They build Trojan or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. company. I mean, but like, dog, that's right? like, that's all of like Africa, all of the rap. Africa but I'm just saying, like, I'm just explaining yeah, directly yeah, yeah. how they've manipulated my yeah. country and how it's still happening to yeah. this day. Mm-hmm. So it just tells you like, mm-hmm. there is no good guy, no bad. This shit is all bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just going to be real about it. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I, no, Ukraine. Like, Ukraine. Mirrors, like, Ukraine to me is actually more of a democratic country than uh, America is. From the standpoint of this, this dude, their president was a former comedian and a dancer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was that passionate about his country. He was like, I want to be a, become a president. Yeah. And then he ended up becoming a president. But I'm just saying that could never happen in America. It could never happen in America Bro, because we let, we let a uh, oh. Whoa. What was the one, a TV actor? Right. Or not, not a TV personality. The only time, to... well, see, Ronald Reagan, though, too. Ronald Reagan has some plugs. You know what I'm saying? He had, he yeah, had, wasn't Ronald Reagan a movie actor, too? He was a movie actor, but he also had people that he was he was connected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about he, Zelensky had no connections to the sure. government. He's just a regular guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, because even when Ronald Reagan, he was already governor of California. He had already yeah. done a lot of other shit. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, but no, this dude Zelensky just said, I'm going to just become a president. And they just, they let him become that. Yeah. Because there's not the well, DNC that, that, that wants to true. fuck with shit or, the, or yeah. the GOP. Like the, the situation with uh, Zelensky was um, initially Russia tried to like place uh, two different uh, presidents before him, uh, specifically to control mm-hmm. Ukraine. 
Um, but the people but, voted for him. Yeah, yeah is exactly, what I'm saying. exactly, exactly. Like they and they their vote counted. It wasn't no bullshit electoral college or yeah, yeah. recounting or lost votes in Florida. No, 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 that, that, that's, that's not even the point I'm trying to get to. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like uh, emphasizing your point bullshit. because um, they they like cheated like the vote like multiple times. They like um, what, what's it called when you like uh, give um, stuff fix it? Yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah, stuff yeah, allocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for um. Mm-hmm. The Russia's candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened multiple times, and they called for recounts multiple times <laughs> until he actually won legitimately because that's what the people wanted. You know, which is just but like that, to further but, your point. Yeah, yeah, th- but that's that's a beautiful thing. The oh. fact that it was able to be an objective vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it led to I because I feel like he's an amazing president. I think he 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 represents literally like the the. He's like the spirit of his people type shit mm-hmm. because I see a lot of he got a lot of fight in him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can tell he's just like he's trying his best to make sure that everybody's good. And I think that's more of his priority. I feel like even with an American president, they would be focused on other shit. I feel like he's just invested yeah. like one thousand percent. You know. Um, well, I also feel like that has to do with like size. Just um, uh, considering Ukraine is more of like um, a tight niche country, like smaller in size overall. Right. Like one of the major issues with U.S. the U.S. and democracy is just like its vast amount of size, where there's like just so mm-hmm. much that you have to so pay different to. too. Yeah, the know? differences amongst people. You know, you literally have like different cultures based on like what state you're from. Even within the like, state borders, yeah. like yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like the rural versus metro <laughs> type. You know, people. That's how people identify. It's yeah. like I'm suburban. I'm inner city. I'm yeah. rural, like uh, farmland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Ukraine is a is a strategic. It's in a strategic military position. You know, as far as like if there was yeah, a world war. So that's why Russia wants it. You know, and then they would have an easy access to kind of get that USSR th- chain going yeah. Yeah. and start hitting all those neighboring countries and shit. You know, yeah. and the way that it's positioned. You know, to the ocean and everything. You know, like there's a lot of advantages sure. of where it's at. Yeah. So yeah, they they uh, it's it's a big deal if Russia if Ukraine goes down to Russia that might that might yeah. start a trickle effect. It might not be immediate. But I, I don't, it, I don't it even, could lead I don't to think, like any of like any organization of countries would even let Russia get that far. I don't think it would get to that point simply because China has too much interest in America mm-hmm. and they would have to be on board for that shit to pop off. Because yeah. Germany is definitely not going to be on board. Germany's yeah. already like, yo, what we did in this country was fucked up. Y'all kids need to learn this shit. <laughs> we ain't going to repeat that shit again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're transparent like. This shit was fucked up. We are yeah. never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> repeating this shit again, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what happens when you lose. When you lose, you got to humble yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and their economy paid, so they really had to humble themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they had to get in America's good graces and all this shit. Yeah. You know? So, like, now they're not going to get involved sure. in that shit, and that, no, which means Austria is probably not going to get involved. Because mm-hmm. I think the the first World War, Austria was actually the, the linchpin. And I think it, then, it, then it went to Germany and then Russia and then... Everybody else, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I don't think China's going to get involved and Germany's not going to get involved. So I can't see it being another world war. Mm-hmm. No, no, but, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just like there, there's too many it's, interests involved. I, the whole thing is it's war. I, the argument is war is no longer economically viable. It's not. Yeah, America. They, China makes enough money from American exports, you know what I'm saying, or American yeah. imports, you know, 
that like I mean everything in here is made in China. This this thing is probably made in China. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know this case that I got on my phone is made in China. Yeah. My jacket probably made in China. Yeah, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like this Puma is probably made in China. Like all this shit is made in China. You know, like these yeah. these these uh the frames frames to these pictures are probably made in China. You know, like. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the reality parts, of it. Parts to my dad's water filters made in China. Made in China. Everything is made in China, man, there for real. And, and everything we buy on Amazon is probably made in no, China. That's like big facts, though. It's just like, <laughs> that's just the fact of the matter. And that's why, you know what, though? I'm, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go on my little rant now. That's why I get mad. <laughs> it wasn't at, that's, No, no, I've got more to say now because this is why, this is why yeah. people coming at LeBron James pisses me off. Like, you support China. I'm like, the amount of shit that America is invested in China yeah. with, mm-hmm. stop fucking playing, including money. You know what, what I'm saying? America like, owes LeBron was China like money, defending yo. like the like, Chinese like uh, protests. Huh? Are you talking about one dollar? Oh no, fuck that! I don't care about that. I mean, that's that's real. I'm just talking about the hypocrisy of people who say uh, this athlete supports China. He won't speak on China, but I'm like, this this country is ran on Chinese on Chinese money and and merchandise. You know what what I'm saying? Like, you want them to say though? They're like, they're a basketball player. Like, they he's from Akron, Ohio. He's representing his community, the yeah. people who he knows. There's enough issues in America here, yeah. bro. He's like, I'm, I'm worried about this shit. I, just, I don't understand that why shit. That's you know, like, get the fuck. But I'm just saying though, he can't save the entire world, dog. Sure. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah, he's I, just one person. That's I just like, don't feel like that's his responsibility. If no, he chooses to, if he chooses to pick what he want to pick, let him pick what he want to pick. Yeah. You motherfuckers have selective outrage anyway, so yeah. <laughs> let the man pick what the fuck he want to no, pick. I, just, I feel like <laughs> that, that's entirely irrelevant. Like, yeah, but that's the argument though, yeah. right? To try to say that he he don't care about what's happening in China because he has a sneaker deal with China. Uh, yeah, you damn right. Like yeah. most of y'all got business deals with China yeah. too. Like stop playing, I mean, bro, man. If they're gonna like, bully anyone, bully John Cena for like uh, constantly apologizing to China um, in Mandarin, mind you. Because I think he he made a comment a while back saying that uh, Taiwan was a country, and um, he immediately apologized to China because they were gonna pull his movie from theaters. Bro, China is they they are fucking they don't play dog like they oh my god yeah you can just say uh, China is blue they're like, oh <laughs> red. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yeah. I cancel your whole shit, bro. Yeah. For real, man. Like, oh my god. Uh, I agree, bro. Like, hey, they. Gonna that, play, you're gonna disappear. But right? this is this. Is, I see American politics turning like that, man. Yeah. Because the truth and truth, the truth is so much. It's so diluted nowadays, yeah. and it doesn't even count for much. The truth, right the now, truth doesn't really matter. The truth. You is can literally subjective. right. You can literally have the truth on your side. Yeah. And a uh, hundred people agree with you, but if two million people agree with the, with the lie, they'll just go with the lie. Well, uh, here's like um, a what... saying I often hear, like uh, Charlemagne say, which is, um, "No one cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining." Yeah, facts. You know, I cannot believe you gave me a Charlemagne quote. Yeah, I can't. Charlemagne has good quotes. No, sometimes. man, nah, man. This whole episode, you've been out of pocket, bro. I can't. What do you mean? I can't take advice from a dude who bleaches his skin, dog. I'm just saying. Especially as a black man. You out here bleaching your skin, dog? Nah. I ain't. Mm-mm. That ain't for me. That ain't for me. That's fine. That, mm. Understood. He was your shade when he first started. Now he my shade. How is that possible? I don't... <laughs> 
No, he lighter than me. He like Drake color now. <laughs> no, he's not. I don't know. Bro. He, he light skin no, now. No, he's he, not. Nah, he's light skin now. I'm talking about he exfoliates. You can do that. You can bleach your skin. Yeah, <laughs> you can. From my understanding, it's actually it's actually a, 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 a bad issue in a lot of. African countries and a oh, lot of Caribbean countries. Yeah. yeah, it's starting to be a, a thing. It's not like for everybody. I think it's a certain demographic age, but I, 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 there's a couple young people here and there, but like for the I mean, most it, part. It's just based off of colorism, though. It is colorism. Like, yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. you know, being like. And, and the identity, your self image yeah. is a mixture of a yeah. lot of things, you know? Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. People be bleaching out here. Yeah, I just seen a video where they was playing a little gospel song, a little, little, little African gospel song. You may see my rhythm. You know, I don't know what the fuck, but the dude was in the video. He, I just looked at his skin and I'm like, you can see like his knuckles is dark as hell, but the rest of his hands is bright. <laughs> and he just doing this. And <laughs> just like, oh my God. And he's trying to do the lyrics, but he don't know none of the lyrics, but he's acting like he's singing the lyrics. <laughs> He's just moving his lips. He's just jumping up like 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 a fish jumping out of water. Or <laughs> that shit had me roll. I'm like, this is bad, dog. I, yeah, man. But it was funny. But I just want my people to love themselves. Love yourself. Yeah. You love know? yourself. Or I'm medium ugly. I still love myself. You know what I'm saying? You gotta still love yourself. You feel me? Like love yourself or go to the meta and create your own. Persona. Don't go to the meta. <laughs> Don't go to the meta. Go to your families first. If you want to go to the meta in your free time, sure, but don't let that dominate your time. Because no. I can see that being an addiction. There's gonna be a lot of new addictions. Hey, bro, I'm telling you, bro, that's gonna be happening in well, this near future. Once they put those body suits in, you know, they're adding. Over. They're adding oh, smell. Oh, if they start, if they add touch and sensation. Uh. And like arousal type yeah, shit. I'm telling you, motherfuckers are gonna get begin their dick sucked. This the met this metaverse space. shit is people are gonna be less and less yeah. uh, personable. Like they're gonna be so oh, antisocial, yeah. yo. Yeah, of course. Just imagine a hundred years from now how kids will be if this if shit keep continuing the way that oh, it's, it's going. The, it's going to be. They're gonna it's be going like, to be. Oh, I gotta go outside. Like that's how they're gonna be. This, uh, this, uh, like, bro, they're gonna act like the people in fucking uh, what's the movie called Twilight and shit. Yeah. What's the little damn vampires like? Skin <laughs> burning and yeah. shit. That's how they're gonna act like. Well, I feel like that's just like we've already been seeing this coming, just based off of like science fiction too. But it's like, like they're forcing it. It's like yeah. the, the government is forcing it on it. Are we going towards a communist society? Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know, because that's the easy way to control people. Sure. If you make them all anti-social and they don't want to be around each other yeah. they can't yeah. organize Imagine how you know what I'm saying the like yeah. they won't be able to like there'll be no uprisings yeah. and shit everybody's gonna that's like the giver we all gonna be in the crib and shit and then like they're gonna program us then next thing you know we won't be allowed to have sex or yeah. we have to be reproduced at a certain rate yeah. we gotta fill out a form to be reproduced <laughs> you to gotta be smart enough shit. to you gotta pass or, a, like, or to reproduce like, it could bro that's what I'm saying man I don't know I'd I be going with these wild with these mm-hmm. thoughts but it just seems like that's where we're going, man. Yeah. There's so much. Oh no, I, I definitely think so. It's just like just based off how like social media has kind of like dictated the world for so long, how we're like moving towards this like very digital future. I'm scared. You know, like people are very into it. I'm gonna enjoy my life outside. That's why I'm going back to Alaska. Hey, you keep hell yeah, that. do that, bro. Keep saying that Let's until go. you get your duck, dick sucked in the metaverse. So I can get my dick sucked in the real world. And so I'm gonna tell all my homies: get off Facebook, delete that shit. That's just whack. <laughs> yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. If doesn't you, let if his you, kids uh, on Facebook, so. right, exactly. And even if you have one or two social medias, cool. You can check in every now and then, yeah. but. 
don't feel a need like you have to survive off that shit. You know? Oh, like, bro, it's easier said than done once you're addicted to it. uh, Yeah, of course. But all I'm saying is, if you can help it, you know. I mean, it's it's good for something. Moderation, moderation is cool. That's good with that shit. Yeah, because it I've seen it, man, where you start validating your life according to social media, then you start wanting to put all your problems on social media. It's not a good look. Yeah. Like I've seen, See, actually, I, I've I seen cats situation. talk about like, oh man, uh, uh, I need a ride somewhere, and da, da, da. just regular shit. Like, call your family, dog. Why are you posting on Facebook? Like, yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's weird. But I like, I, I got a specific situation that like irked me recently. That's like specific to this. Um, so like an, an old like homegirl of mine, I got one of those like you know like little like uh, photo notifications or like reminders mm-hmm. like oh you took this like picture four years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was of her and I was like oh wow you know that's good memory this is a cute picture of her I send it to her and I'm like oh you know you remember this blah 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 she was like you gross that's such a terrible picture of me and I'm like really like I like I, I feel like there's like nothing wrong with it and I'm like cute picture and then she says like she looks disgusting in it and I'm like in what way. And it just like it just like threw me up because I was like, why? What would make her think that like this is a bad picture besides outwards um, uh, validation? I mean, was she like bigger or something, like no, fatter or no, something? No, no, really. I mean, like, like here, bro. I'll even show you the picture, bro. She not getting enough likes on it. I mean, it don't even matter what the picture look like. People, some people have their, a bad self image of themselves. Yeah, no, where, that, where that's shit what is I, not that's good what I know enough. It is. It's never good enough. A cute picture. Yeah. She do look like your type, though. Yeah. You would have a chick with one of them little lace things on her neck. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen that in a minute. She kind of really? old school, huh? That's like an old. I feel like she probably watched yeah. South Park or some shit. South Park. <laughs> Bro, South Park's been getting mad political lately, but they're always they always been political. But I, I've, uh, I haven't watched South Park in a while. It's been a while. Um, but anyways, so usually we have like a final segment that we do before we like uh, close out uh, called Money Moves, but okay. uh, we don't actually have it today because someone. I feel didn't like do we've had a pretty we've had a pretty solid uh, discussion, and uh, you, you you're just trying um, to cop out of it. No, no, seriously. Damn, I did go on a whole old, a whole <laughs> rant about society and shit and the yeah, ecosystem. I do just want to say like a lot of the stuff you're talking about, it's true that like, I never learned, especially like the Tesla. Mm-hmm. Massacre. I never Tulsa, learned, or yeah, Tulsa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never learned about that as a kid. Mm-hmm. I learned about that when I was like 22 years old. Yeah, and it, like I, I couldn't believe it. So and it's, it, it, it's it, things it, like that, you, you know. You, yeah, I mean, just think about the amount of inventions, though. Also, that mm-hmm. in the positive things that Black people has contributed mm-hmm. that they don't yeah. get credit for. Like, I mean, like the the carbon filament of the light bulb was created by Lewis Latimer. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes the light bulb work. So in that, essentially, he created the light bulb, but he doesn't get that credit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thomas Edison does. You know, like, yeah. um, I mean, there's so much shit. There's the stoplight, you know, the the smoke mass, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much shit that the first uh, home alarm system was made by a black woman. There's so much shit yeah. that black people have contributed that they don't get credit for, you know? Yeah. All right, so, so then on that note, um... Since we since we don't have a money so basically money moves this segment is about uh, current events happening involving and affecting move uh, money. Okay. Uh, typically, we try to like pick something out that's happening during the week or during the month. Blah blah. blah. What's something you care about right now that's uh, affecting money? 
fucking Joe Biden, man. Trying to, he's him taxing crypto is pissing me off because I didn't know that was a thing happening. Yeah, he's trying to, he's really been going hard on that mm-hmm. shit. And um, putting like legislation on crypto. Yeah, like and the good side of it is there's a lot of scammers. So that probably yeah. would knock down a lot of that. But then the bad thing is crypto market is going to end up being similar to like the, Probably the the stock market, you yeah. know, in a way where they're gonna have more say and more control in manipulating it, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't like that. And government because, always wants its paws on. Yeah, everything, yeah. Well, I, I it's think, really about the hedge funds, you know. what I'm saying yeah. those big hedge funds and them being tied to special interests and all sure. that. Well, like it, I feel it, like it is important to like start putting like some rules down on it, just because. Just like you initially mentioned about like all these like crypto scams we see, mm-hmm. we we've talked about it a lot in the past as far as like um, all these like pump and dump uh, coins that have been coming out, all these like uh, fake NFT projects that have been dropping, mm-hmm. you know, like just a bunch of people in it for like quick money. They get their quick money and then they bounce. Yeah. I do think there there does need, there does need to be something in place for like situations like that, mm-hmm. like because people are fucking stupid. Yeah, and you know we have to protect our stupid people, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and but the, but see the thing about it is the things even the things that seem to make sense on the surface are not what it seems right yeah. like for example them talking about rent control right yeah. on the surface rent control sounds like a good thing but then there's ways where people manipulate that mm-hmm. where when you when you you can you can easily kick somebody out of an apartment kick everybody out of the apartment right and then the next thing was you can move in new people and then raise the rent up again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or you can build a new property and charge a new rate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the the rent only stays what it is as long as the person's living there. That's why people in New York are like passing down apartments for generations and mm-hmm. generations and all this shit because they want to keep the rent what it is. Because if they move out, yeah, and then shit gonna skyrocket to yeah. whatever this rate is, this new yeah. market rate mm-hmm. is. So that's a uh, and you know what I'm saying. So when I'm here, Jacob Fry saying, "Yeah, there should be rent control." I'm just like, "Are you motherfucker?" You know what I mean? I'm, I'm confused about that now mm-hmm. because now you keep building these condos. These condos, a lot of them are supposed to be Section 42, which means income based. But then you got people who will discriminate against people that want to apply for these apartments, even if they're economically able to pay for it. You know, yeah. like literally, my homegirl did an experiment where she changed her name. And made it like a, you know what I mean, Norwegian yeah. white girl name. And uh-huh. they hit her up. And when she had already previously applied and they never hit her up. And her money, the same income, same whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, it's just, you know, even the the building I'm at right now where my studio is, mm-hmm. they're going to knock that shit down and turn it into some more condos. And it's surrounded by condos. Mm-hmm. Condo to the left, condo to the right, condo yep. to the front. But it... <laughs> Now there's got to be a condo, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're literally currently building a condo behind the studio. No, they're going to knock down the studio and, and turn that into a condo. Yeah, I know, but there's also one being built behind it. <laughs> oh, there's another one, too? There yeah, yeah. I, so know. condo on top of condo on top of condo. So, yeah, the housing market is fucking ridiculous. Yes, it's it's really it's ridiculous. Um it's a seller's market, so it's, it's a good time to sell if you got a house. But it's also, it can be a good time to buy if you get the right deal because mm-hmm. the interest rates are so low mm-hmm. that it's a good time to buy a house. And Minnesota incentivizes people who credit is decent and not all that great and don't have the, all that much money. Yeah. It's a good time to get a house if you're in that situation because mm-hmm. 
the state of Minnesota will help you with that. Just look it up. You you know Minnesota housing all sure. that shit. I mean yeah, because, there's also like the first time home buyers. Um, right, first time home, exactly the FHA. Yep, that's a very that's a, a program where you can get twenty thousand dollars of a down payment mm-hmm. and you don't even have to come out of pocket. You know, so that's something that a lot of people can take advantage of if your yeah. credit is okay. Agreed. Yeah, I think that, like I, I do realistically yeah. think like Minnesota, like in Minnesota, they do want you to buy a house. Like, now, <laughs> this is a new this is a new thing now, sure. because our disparity levels are so high in Minnesota. Minnesota is the highest disparity level between uh, white and people of color in education, in healthcare, in housing, in I mean. Name every fucking category you want. It's mm-hmm. the, the biggest gap in wealth in any state in the entire country. Like, you know That's what I'm saying? That's wild. That is yeah. wild. Yeah. Any, any country, think bro. Minnesota I mean, any, like uh, so pro- Minnesota's scene is so progressive and so, like, forward thinking that it's like... Yeah, but that's how shit gets skewed. You know what I'm saying? That's just the reality. I'm gonna really get on a political rant right now. Mm-hmm. The motherfuckers gonna hate me, man, because I <laughs> I have too many. I'm a, I'm a, I'm about what's reality. All this emo- these whack ass perceived yeah. inner arguments is just such bullshit to me, man. Like I, I don't. That's why I don't subscribe to no political party. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about none of them. Mm-hmm. Fuck Joe Biden and fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Nancy Pelosi. Fuck Chuck Schumer. Fuck Mitch McConnell. Fuck all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. You mother, you old motherfuckers can get the fuck out of there, bro. You, matter of fact, Nancy Pelosi is 81 years old. She been in fucking... Why are you still running for office? Go away. We need, like, a, we need, <laughs> like, we need term on like, this. For real, dog. Like, dog, her net worth is 140 mil. I'm sure it's more. Yeah. That's what they that's what they say on the internet is 140 mil. I'm, oh, sh- that, okay. I'm sure it is more. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you, how do you accumulate that much money yeah. <laughs> in public service, yo? Oh, because she's not. You a, know she got a gang of lobbyists. No, no, like, no, no, it's not even here, that, bro. It's literally already been like speculated, more so even proven that she does insider trading. Oh, well, that's already there's been like proven. A whole, that's like, already been proven, bro. That's already been. Come on, there's dog. like a Pelosi watch like website. Yeah, yeah. It's watch. not even. But, but it's like not watching even watching her trades to copy them dog. to like maintain the same benefit or oh, uh, word? Come up that she does. Yeah. Yo, if that is accessible, like in real it time, it is. I'm because fucking a, with that. Yeah, no, because as no, a no, uh, political um, figure, you have to you have to disclose your trades. Yeah, yeah, I did not know that. You guys are putting me on game right now. I know. I know. Exactly. Look up, look I know the right politicians watch, did it, yeah. but that, look up Pelosi watch, dude. Cause yeah. no, check this out. At this, at one time, there was this. Uh, they had uh, as as the the sen- state senator to to yeah. Georgia, Kelly Loeffler, right? She was uh, she. Her husband is the president of the New York Stock Exchange. So Donald Trump appointed her as <laughs> the senator to Georgia. Mm-hmm. So literally, this is right, right? You know, during the pandemic. She literally, they literally sitting down having these closed door meetings, trying to just, she letting them know what to sell, what to buy, you know what I'm saying? What stocks to move here and here, you know? So they pretty much had the whole game plan before we even knew anything, you know? So it's like, if you're going to put the wife of the president of the New York Stock Exchange, how the fuck is that possible? How can Mm -hmm. she even run, be in public office? You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole shit is just... Crazy, and I think now they just passed a law where now, now the, now they're not they're not allowed. There's a, some legislation saying that they're yeah. not allowed. It doesn't to, matter what to, they passed, dude. No, you're right. It's, it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, 
down. It's kind of like in the NFL when they have like the little drug test, but they know ahead of time that mm-hmm. they're going to test you. So it's yeah. like you can just flush your shit out or whatever. Yeah. yeah so it is what it is. That's the shit that Martha Stewart went to jail for for a couple of years, yo. You know what I'm saying? So for real, she went yeah. to jail for a couple of years. No, no, for I'm that. aware. I just like I think your situation is just so funny because she got caught. I mean, or they're, do you think they, they're like, doing they it. They're doing her? it in plain sight. Yeah. I mean, if if you have someone who literally is is runs the stock exchange at your disposal. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, like yeah. for real, man. like it's whatever at that point. I mean, point. hey, bro, it pays to be in power. It does. It pays a lot, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Bottom line, the system's rigged. Yes, and yeah. they fucking up my crypto, and I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of people to blame you know for what I'm that. No, nah, this is, yeah, the scammers. I blame the scammers too. The scammers fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. See, that's what happens, man. When some good shit happens, mm-hmm. people just fuck it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like Little Caesars got more hood or something because the, <laughs> the pizza was five dollars and everybody kept getting that shit. And now they yeah. raise the shit up. Now they charging yeah. seven. Bro, the Dollar Tree ain't even a dollar no more. It's bro, a dollar twenty five cent tree. That's inflation, though. That's just inflation. No, bro. how is a Dollar Tree gonna be dollar twenty five cent tree? Bro. You can't even buy in Arizona for ninety nine cents no more, bro. What? No, Arizona's bro. up in price. Yes, bro. Dude, they're, they're, they're like one thirty nine now. Yeah. It's it's. Scuffed. And you, you want to know what, bro? They've accused. They've literally like also done lobbying to keep the ninety nine cents on the can. Despite it not being 99 cents because it's like uh, traditional for it's like to that's have the 99 cents on it, which just makes me salty. That's, that, that, that's false marketing. That is fucked up, Very. man. No Cap- Capitalism sucks. It does. <laughs> for real, man. It's just never, it's never enough. No. Like it just, it just creates that vibe of it's never enough. No matter how much money I got, I want more. I want more. Gimme, 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 gimme. It just never How stops. How far can I go? Like, bro, can like, you, can, will you ever be satisfied? Like, is there ever a time where you're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good now. Three yachts in. <laughs> right? I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. I, when I is, mean, no, but when is like, it well, ever let's good? be real. Because, like, like, sure, you can, like, set yourself, like, your generations upon generations up with, like, a few mil. But, like, what? It, like, realistically, who needs $100 million? You really don't. A billion dollars. You really don't. I mean, you know? but that I'm saying, but that's how this country just gives you that. It puts that battery in your back that it's never yeah. enough. It's never enough. Yeah. Especially, I mean, maybe it becomes an addiction too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just of want course. more. No, I want I, I think more. That's like that's a major part of it because like major part of the the American dream is like cutting out a piece for yourself and like taking it. You know, without asking, you know, so you're you're going Mm -hmm. in, you're trying to achieve this thing and you're trying to achieve like greater heights every time. You know, that's like a that's like a really good mentality to have. But like when when do we say when is it enough? When is it, you know, time to stop? When is it time to like divert this into something else? You know, I um, I read this quote the other day, how America it's so it's so interesting because the population is composed of like millionaires and billionaires and then the rest of the population is just temporarily embarrassed millionaires who are like they're working their way they're making the eventually they're going to be a millionaire you mm-hmm. know they're just embarrassed because they haven't made their million yet yeah and then everybody else is just whatever I, what I feel like the good question would be what is the income level qualification to be middle class? 
because I feel like that has skyrocketed now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you can I feel like you can make six figures and still not be middle class right yeah. now. Depending Seriously. on where you live. Yeah. California, six figures. It's nothing. Probably. Yeah. That won't even cut it. Yeah. Even in Minnesota, I don't even think you're barely middle class. I don't even think you're barely middle class, even if you make a hundred thou. I, I want to say so because you can still get like maybe not you can still get at least like a um uh a four bedroom house for like two hundred K. Nah, that's, like, that's more of a rarity now. I bought a house last year, so that was 230K, so 235. Mm. And then that was, that's four bedrooms, but it's really three. I'll just give it three, but they say it's four, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that was 235. But the average of those was like 250, 275, 280, 290. Damn, really? Yes. Yes. The other house that I almost bought was 288. It was going to be 288. Yeah. And it came with like dock access to a lake or some shit, but it wasn't the neighborhood. Damn, so you had a lakefront property? Not a lake, more the back of the house was a lake, but still. Yeah. It's still a lakefront yeah. property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Like a, it's like a secluded little you know, yeah. side lake, but still it's a nice, nice little lake. Damn, why didn't you um, go for that one then? Because it's not the right neighborhood. Because I don't want these motherfuckers to call the police on me if I'm doing shit that <laughs> see okay that you know they what? perceive to be yeah. illegal or see, whatever. Bro, you that, feel me? That's a, so that's a also major, a, that's also yeah. a factor. No, bro, that's a major fear I have yeah. because I know eventually, like, I, I'm gonna be like working with a few million, and like I I do plan to eventually, you know, get like an upper middle class house, and I just mm-hmm. like wonder, like, I feel like it's gonna be so scary to live in an upper middle class neighborhood just because like. The only minorities there, like, and, like, not not to be... The only other minorities there are going to be, like, either uh, people originating from India or Asian. And you got to come out there and be like, hi, Bob. You know, <laughs> yeah, whatever, exactly. Like, you know? it's like, dude, it's scary. Because, like, the, there's definitely a certain way that some wealthy white people look at minorities. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like... They're like, oh, you made it. Like, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the club. Like. And see, and that's the thing. Like, you'll, you'll get hit with that, and you're uh, like, oh, so uh, did you like make your money like in music, or were you, were you are you a retired athlete? And like, that's another thing I really hate. Like, it can't just be from something normal. Yeah. Yeah, but I would. Uh, that's another thing I would say. I've been hearing about these Glock switches. Glock switches? Where you can put the switch on a Glock and it turns into a full, a fully automatic. Bro, why are you bringing that up? And uh, hold on, man. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of violent crimes that people have been using these Glock switches with. I'm just saying. Yeah. Get your gun license, man. Even if you don't, even if you don't uh, use that shit, mm-hmm. at least the knowledge of it is good. True. You know. But I would I would I would recommend everybody get their permit because you just never know. <laughs> Especially if you're gonna be living on the birds. I'm gonna have my, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna well, just I'm gonna just let motherfuckers know that no, I am it, not no, I don't want no static. No, no, but if bro, you wanna go you, there, no, 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 we can no, go like, there. You feel I hear me? you because Seriously, one of my my old bosses just like built himself like a one point two million dollar house. Mm-hmm. Like out on this like huge property, and he's like the same way you are. Bro- Doug literally has like three different guns in his car at all times. Like the house is situated. He does not trust anybody. He does gotta not do like, what you got to like, do, player. Yeah, just, yeah. And 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 a practice, practice a lot. Uh, <laughs> sure, I hear you. I practice hear you. makes perfect. Yeah. I don't know, like, 
personally, like, I, I think, like, guns are cool just for the sake of, like, you know, you can go out and, like, you know, to the range and, like, shoot with friends. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I just... Although it is important to protect yourself, I'm not I, a cowboy. I'm not here on no cowboy no, shit. No, and I, and I just, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, not I'm just saying a last case that. scenario. Yeah. I'm not gonna be caught slipping. No, it's sure, tight. I hear you, but it's uh, gonna be, it's gonna be <laughs> you, you over the other person. Or if we, if I gotta go, you gonna go too. <laughs> you feel me? It's gonna yeah, be one I, or the other. I, I hear you. If I'm going, I'm taking somebody with me. I hear you. I hear you. But personally, I ain't gonna be the one that's. I'm not here on no hero shit. I'm not, not gonna be I'm, on promotion I'm not, shit. I'm not accusing Matter you fact, of that. Matter of fact, to all my ops, <laughs> if you exist, I want no smoke. I want no drama. I don't want none of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a peaceful brother. So sure. feng shui, all that shit. You know what I'm sure. saying? I I get but you, and I hear you. If you if you give me no other choice, it is what it is. I can't. I just look, bro. All I'm saying, <laughs> I'm is, saying. All I'm saying is I'm, I just try to keep myself from getting in those situations. Yes, um, of course. Yeah. That's that's the mo- you have yeah. to. That's that's a that's a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Minnesota doesn't allow you to do any other way. Mm-hmm. It's not Florida. It's not Texas. It's not no yeah. stay in your ground state. Yeah. You have you cannot escalate a situation and be like, oh yeah, I had to use my gun. No, motherfucker, you escalated the situation. Mm-hmm. So you can't even you don't even have no gr- no ground to stand on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't just brandish your shit like mm-hmm. what the fuck is you doing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of stupid shit like that that happens, and then it becomes a political. Uh, f- Football or whatever. I'm just saying, a lot of black people fought for the right to bear arms. You know sure. what I'm saying? So I'm like, I feel like I have a American right to own one. And when I own one, I got to be knowledgeable about that shit. And yeah. that you got to respect it. Just like you got to respect the bottle, mm-hmm. you need to respect the gun because mm-hmm. you know what it can do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You yeah. drink too much, they're going to pump your stomach, you're going to be a dead motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, hey, you don't, you don't, you don't. These college students. Right. I'm, that's another thing about Ameri- Americans. We are taught to binge. We are taught to get wasted, mm-hmm. to get fucked up. Chug, 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 chug it, chug it. Right? That We're taught that. We're not taught to respect liquor, to respect alcohol. So it makes sense that all these kids get fucked up and then they black out and all these crazy things happen to them mm-hmm. because you're not taught to chill and respect and, and know your limit, your you're, tolerance. You're hid from it. You're, yes. You're... You know, you're sheltered from it mm-hmm. until you're 21 yeah. or so, you know, you're yeah. s- supposed to wait till you're 21. Yeah. I think the sex talk is just as important as the alcohol talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want you drinking, but if you do, know your li- your limits, mm-hmm. uh, know who you're drinking around. Don't just yeah. take liquor from anybody. All these different type of things that parents don't tell you know, their kids. That, that's, you make an excellent point. For just real. because I've been seeing a lot of, like, uh, things lately as far as, like, uh uh, frat initiations gone wrong because mm-hmm. like they forced like the the new like the the new initiator or whatever they're called mm-hmm. you know to like drink a copious amount of alcohol then they fucking die and now like you know this like it's frat like, house oh is, like, shit whose yeah, fault is that exactly he just he shouldn't have gone so hard uh-huh. yeah. exactly no. but like the uh, these guys literally forced him to like yeah drink and pass his pass his his consumption especially yeah. if you were skinny dude too if you're frail. There's only a certain amount of alcohol you need to be drinking, you yeah. know? And once you get that certain point, you can literally black out and yeah. and, and go in a shock. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. 
I, I think that's something really important that we do have to like address more often mm-hmm. because just like Cooper's uh, example of like we, we, we turn 21 and then we can drink, drink alcohol. Most people that are turning 21 are have like just started college. You know, they they may or may not have had experience with it with their parents already. Yeah. And if they didn't, they're doing what everyone else is going to do, which is just uh, drink to get fucked up. And like... <sighs> They, you got to know your limits with that stuff. And 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 think about it this way, right? Yeah. A lot of you know, uh, in in a society, a lot of us have di- addictive personalities. Mm-hmm. My addiction is food, right? Mm-hmm. So what if that addiction turned into alcohol? Mm-hmm. If that addiction turned into alcohol, I'd be a dead motherfucker, bro. Uh, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it's just so crazy how like, I I, I just I, I seem why have we not is it just beneficial for commerce and capitalism is that why we've been taught this way or yeah. you know what I'm saying because oh, like in mean, France yeah. a teacher can have like a glass of wine and walk around and it's a normal thing Bro, that sounds wild no it's a normal thing for a teacher to have a sure I'm just but saying they, in, you guys are having a history class yeah. the teacher can literally pour a glass of wine and be yeah. drinking and nobody thinks anything sure, of it sure. because just, they look at yeah. her as an intellectual or yeah. him as an intellectual uh, they're not even thinking about the liquor they're uh, just thinking about what this dude's asking me or yeah. what he's talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm the saying the teacher because does that here then they're an alcoholic they're an alcoholic right yeah. that's what I'm saying bro I, I'm just imagining that and that's like the most wild image I could ever see mm-hmm. yep but then they also have issues too where in France for example where like the underage smoking population is so high because they can get cigarettes so readily you know yeah. then you got a place like Canada where <laughs> Every cigarette pack you buy, they got like people's exposed lungs, and you got like like children that are frail and all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? They got all, right all kind no, of I sad that, that's images. Good messaging though, right? That's yeah, great message because like, like it shows you like it, you want to keep doing this. What's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, type shit. Yeah, this is what your lungs gonna look like. Yeah, you, have fun. <laughs> probably what your shit look like right now. <laughs> right? Smoke up, buddy. Dude, I, I wish the U.S. did that. I don't know why they don't. Like it's stupid because, because they're in bed no because the lot the bro like go back to the lobbyist shit these politicians yeah. a lot of these those companies they lob they give them money mm-hmm. to vote certain ways on yeah. their businesses and mm-hmm. FDAs and exactly. all these different things you otherwise know? like cigarettes like would have like been banned right like Philip Morris should have went uh, uh, bankrupt probably a million times mm-hmm. but because the American government supports them and these politicians yeah. get money from them they stay relevant they stay afloat mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean so. like look at the transition from like cigarettes into e-cigarettes mm-hmm. you know kids stop smoking like cigarettes oh the uh, cigarette sales are down trying to transition into e-cigs it's the healthy yo they've been they've been trying to get people to do e-cigs for a while because I remember in the late 90s early 2000s e-cigs yeah. were super popping and then it seems like they just kind of went out of style but then they were like nah let's bring it back yeah. nah, nah. and now yeah. it seems like these young boys really love e-cigs no, now no, now it seems like, like it's back now no cause dead ass like it, there was literally it went away for a while no, cause yeah. there, there's like a situation there was a situation happening where like you were literally catching like high schoolers kids like between the age of like 14 16 in their like high school bathroom smoking um what's the big popular brand Loon. No, no, no. Right the, the the one that like uh, got in trouble for having like oh flavors. jewel. Yeah, jewels. Jewel. Smoking their jewels in the the bathroom. Like that was a thing happening, and these were just teenagers. Wow. Addicted to nicotine. Yeah. And so they, they, they say they say it. Nicotine is highly addictive. It says it on the pack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it tells you, you know. But yeah, no, I just I just think that's a very interesting thing, like in the society. Mm-hmm. So that 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 relationship with alcohol. Yeah. We learn early. I think it's the same way with cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you smoke 
at an early age, you're more liable to smoke later on in your life. Sure. Even if it was just one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could just be one yeah. time. It might be later. Ah, let, me, let me get a sick. Yeah. You know? It might just start because it's usually a ritual. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like I used to drive a bus, so I started smoking cigs. Yeah. You know, like my and it was a stress reliever. I'm dealing with people that's just talking to me all the yeah. time. So it became like a ritual thing. And then yeah. when you drive a bus, it's like you're on such a time crunch and your brakes could be, they could go, they could fluctuate. A brake that was supposed to be 30 minutes, it might end up being five because you had a wheelchair, you've yeah. had somebody cussing you out on the bus, delaying, yeah. you know what I'm saying, people, or somebody that, that didn't want to give up a seat for an elderly person, all kind of stupid ass shit like yeah. that, right? So your 30 minute break might have turned to five and you're pissed. <laughs> now you're like, oh, fuck, I got my sick. Let me just like my sick, you know? So See, then it like, becomes a thing over and over again. I get that. And like, it's also like a really major like social thing as well. Exactly. Um, that's another. That's another mechanism too. But I never, yeah. I never got it. Just because, like, I've I've smoked a cigarette one time in my life, and it, it was a social instance. Like, you know, like my mm-hmm. mom was like, you know, hey, here, you want one of these? I like, I try it, and I like instantly, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking disgusting. Why do people enjoy this? And mm-hmm. I was like, and from that point on, I never did it just because it was gross. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, personally, I've never understood it. Just like after like the first one, just mm-hmm. because like you know you can't like. You probably won't get addicted from nicotine off the first like cigarette you take. It but, depends, um, man. Sometimes you just, one day it just starts being right to yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm somebody who's I feel like I'm snitching on myself hardcore. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck is watching this podcast, but I'm just saying I've done psychedelics. I've yeah. done all kind of shit. So it's yeah. like sometimes you want to sick in, uh, in the middle of that yeah. shit. Like when I'm doing some shrooms, I might want to sick. You yeah. know because it's like. Wow, like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to yeah. just I chill mean, out bro, for a that's second. The, the chemical dependence, bro. Nah, it, I, I think at this point, it's, a, it's just uh, whenever I want it. Because yeah. how I, I actually quit smoking cigarettes, and how I did it was I told myself I'm just not going to spend money on it. I'm not, I'm not going to focus on the idea of I got to quit because it's the right thing to do. You know, I was like, no, I'm just not going to spend money on this shit no more. It's too damn expensive. I'm spending damn near $10 for a pack of cigarettes. That's weed. I could just buy weed with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the hell would I buy cigarettes? Mm. So then I just, it became a thing where I just, I consciously psyched yourself out of it. Yeah. I consciously told myself, so I'm like, man, let me just do this shit with my, (laughs) with my weight now. And that shit will work out, you know, but I feel like it's just the the nature of being a pretty, producer and these yeah. late nights and all this and the COVID uh, shit is not it did not help a lot yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. we'll get back to the program uh, yeah but I'm just saying like I just told myself I'm not gonna spend money on this and eventually Speaking it became that, a thing after, after have you ever thought about getting hypnotized um sure yeah why not yeah yeah you give it a shot yeah so I've seen that like work for yeah. a lot of people uh for like smoking specifically really yeah like, uh, they'll, like, see a hypnotist for, like, trying to, like, quit smoking. And, like, after that, the like, a few sessions, it's, like, a disgusting act to them. Really? And, like, that'll be from, like, a consistent smoker. You know what also kind of changed my mindset about smoking was I used to smoke menthols. Mm-hmm. And then I remember at one point I was driving this bus route. I used to go to F- uh, Ford Parkway. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to this one this Arab dude that owned this BP, he's, I was like, yo, what, what do you smoke? He was like, oh, I smoke Camel Turkish Royals, right? So I just, I was like, all right, I was like, I'm going to get a pack. Let me get a pack. So I started smoking them. I was like, ooh, I like these. These are kind of smooth, mm-hmm. you know? And then I remember a couple of weeks later, one of my, I, I ran out of cigs and my homie had some Newports. And I was like, let me get one. And I tried to hit that shit. I was like, oh. 
I was like, I was smoking this. <laughs> you what is wrong with me? <laughs> I was like, was I trying to kill myself? Like, am I am I suicidal? What the yeah. fuck was I thinking? You know, when once I think that that probably accelerated the process too. The fact that I went from Newport's yeah. to Camel Turkish Royals because uh, then it was like I can uh, never go to Menthols again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, I'm like, I might as well just stop smoking now. Like I've already proven to myself that this shit is not. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. big props to you, bro. A lot of people like super, super struggles like quit. Yeah, so, it's yeah, hard. It you. ain't easy because it's a it's an easy crutch. You know yeah. what I mean? You you just want to feel good. You just want to you know. It's an easy stress reliever. Yep. Yeah. And so, it's a good conversation starter. I've gotten some f- a few phone numbers by just going out there having a, a sig with a chick. Like, yo, yeah. let me get your number. You know? Yeah. Because you just end up having a good conversation. You know? Right. Yeah. It starts with the. Yeah, it's an easy conversation starter. You got a light. Hey, yeah, you got a light. You got a sig. Uh, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then, oh, what's your name? Okay, my name is Rich. All right, da, da, da. you know, <laughs> there you go. Bada bing, bada right. boom. Um, well, we've been the David G way for a little bit now. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna end it for today, Rich. This thank has you, been thank an you. awesome awesome episode. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for spending Butterfly some time with in us. The sky. Thanks for being I can go your very extra high. self. Take a look. Is that like Disney? A reading rainbow. Thank you for the reading little outro. Um, what track do you want to throw on this for the intro? Um, throwing gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yep. Off of Onyx um, Gemstone. Any any um, final words? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say before we sign off? Uh, I would say that look out for Ruby Red in retrospect. The R&B album is coming out to a uh, Eco's system near you. I would say by May 2022. And then uh, Richard Garvey, Rich Garvey, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Chatty LaBelle, a.k.a. Clit Garvey, a.k.a. Big Rich, <laughs> a.k.a. You know, the 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 lover boy, aka I don't know. <laughs> and I'm saying palm butter soup eater, you know, cassava leaf eater, all that. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> hey, I got it. Yeah, I got an album been. coming out soon. You know what I'm saying? Premiere per, 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 you, you, you see you, you messing them up. You see you Charlemagne. I didn't man. what do you mean? I didn't know what you were doing. You kept going and then you paused and then you kept going. I was confused. I was giving you my aliases first and then I was gonna say my album was okay, dropped. Okay, you, okay. you see I was getting through my aliases. First, I don't care, okay, okay. Go ahead. Wrap us out. It's okay, man. I, I got an album wrap coming out. Okay. Maybe people might like it. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me, David G and the great I forgot your name. It's all good. Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. Oh my god. I mean, it's been a long conversation. It's been a long man. conversation. But oh. Cooper, you're a cool ass dude. Thank hey. you for having me. For no, real. Seriously, I really thanks appreciate for being it. on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that has been uh, Live and Learn for today. If you guys made it this long, you probably noticed the video went out. Uh, apologize. We'll fix it. Maybe Ooh, eventually. Because then they didn't but, see uh, me forgetting you. Me. <laughs> oh, they saw you getting up. They, they, they saw that part. Uh, but, anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. And good night. Goodbye. All right. You are the weakest.